What's up, everyone? Welcome to my corner of the internet. I'm your host, Ryan Kramer, and this is Crossover Commerce, presented by Ping Pong Payments, the leading global payments provider helping sellers keep more of their hard-earned money. What is up, everyone? Episode 100. I'm your host, Ryan Kramer, and welcome to Crossover Commerce, presented by me, Ryan Kramer, in Ping Pong Payments, of course. Uh, this is episode 100. I'm super excited. I'm like shaking right now. It's It's been a long time coming, but today's episode is titled 10 Tips from 10 Amazon Experts, and I cannot wait to share this next two hours with everyone here who's tuning in live. Thank you so much. Again, Crossover Commerce is presented by Ping Pong Payments. Got to give a shout out to our sponsors, Ping Pong Payments. Ping Pong transfers more than $150 million a day for e-commerce sellers just like you. Helping over 1 million customers now, Ping Pong has processed over $90 billion, that's billion with a B, everyone, in cross-border payments. To start saving money today, you need to sign up for a free account in the link below. Again, go ahead and check that out. It's really easy to do. Just go ahead and sign up today. Tell them Ryan Kramer from Crossover Commerce sent you. Just sign up free today. You're going to save 4 to 5% on your international cross-border payments, sending or receiving. Check it out today. Click on that link below. But of course, you're here for the show. I Hopefully, you're here for the show or someone told you to be here. So I appreciate that. Thanks for tuning in live on Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, and Twitter. And of course, watching us live on all those channels means that you can comment and interact with the show. I love it when people comment where they're listening from, whether you're across the world in India or China, or you're listening here in the United States. Again, I appreciate everyone who tunes in in every single episode, or if this is your first time, welcome. You uh, you hit a nice episode to, to come in for your first time, so I appreciate that. But we have an action-packed episode for everyone that's listening today. Again, I bring value to Amazon sellers and e-business uh e-businesses all around the world every single week. I go live about four to five times per week in order to do that, to bring the best insights, tips, and tricks in the Amazon and e-commerce space. So you don't want to miss a single episode. And if you did, well, there's always going to be another one next time, or at least I hope that's the case. Uh, I've hit the magical marker of a hundred episodes. So I told everyone in my company, now I can be syndicated. So for 20 weeks straight, if you listen to an episode each and every single day, for 20 weeks, you wouldn't run out of content. You're going to have another new guest every single time and get more insights in every single time of our episode, I should say. So I'm super excited to bring on some of my friends in the industry. Again, if you've heard my show before, uh, this is an amazing journey that I've been on. It was started by accident, um, but it's grown into something where I've been live and been able to share and grow content. Uh in the Amazon and e-commerce space, of course. And then I get to share my insights as well as the insights of other people who are much smarter than me in the space uh, and share their insights and tips and tricks as well. So I appreciate uh, where this show has grown. Of course, uh, over the past couple months, I, I should say, I think my first episode was in September. So I'm really excited to, to kind of see where everyone's at. We're bringing on former guests again. No one will be new to this show. So if you've listened to past episodes, it will be former guests who I thought brought the most value to every single episode that, or to their episode that they shared. So I wanted to make sure we checked in with them, see what's new with them. Again, this episode is going to be action packed in terms of tips, um, what they learned from the first third of 2021, right? We're almost, we're already four months in. So it's important to know like where sellers are right now and how we can improve moving on for the rest of the year, because there's almost so much we can do in terms of planning and prepping, 
but we want to make sure that everyone's optimized and ready and can still grow, uh, even if it's a celebratory episode just like this. So you'll see lots of familiar faces if you know anything about the show, um, people that you may or may not have heard from. Uh, I think that there's some of the best and brightest minds in the space. So that's why I asked them and all of them said, yes, I'm super excited that they are here today. And again, if you're listening to this on audio format, eventually when this goes out, you can subscribe anywhere, Amazon Music, Pod, uh, Google Podcast, uh, any of those platforms that you can that you listen to a podcast, we're going to be there. Just search Crossover Commerce presented by Ping Pong Payments, and we'll be there. Subscribe, give us a rating, tell us what you think. Season one is out right now. Um, this is season end of season two, so we'll start getting those content out as soon as humanly possible. But about our guest today, I typically say this is not a show just about me. If it were, that would be one boring, one hell of a boring episode. But it's about my guests today, plural. So ten guests, I'm going to be bringing them on and introducing them quickly and efficiently. And as they continue to come on through the space, um, about every ten minutes or so, we're going to be bringing them on. So that I'm excited to bring each and every single one of them on again, just to kind of preface and kind of tease a little bit. We'll have Emma Tamir from Marketing by Emma. Uh, we'll have Sharon Evan of Amazon FBA Alphas, Yana from YLT Translations, Troy Johnson from Seller Tools, Anthony Francesco of PickFu, Mina Elias from MMA Nutrition, plus a ton of other projects he has going on. I'm awesome. I can't wait to check in with Mina. Uh, Melissa Simonson from Empower. We have Sajug Agarwal from Mavli. We have Destiny Wishon for Better AMS. And we also have Rob Stanley, who actually started this journey with me co-hosting my first episode uh, with Akrumi. So he is going to be hopping out at the end. I thought that was natural to bring him in last. But uh, but that's how we, we grew this podcast. So I'm super excited about starting that out today. I'm going to keep a strict eye. If I keep looking away, I promise I'm not ignoring everyone in the space. Uh, it's just to keep an eye on the time. So this is different than what I've done in the past 99 episodes, typically one or two people that I have in the space, one and one I can pay attention, but I want to make sure that I get everyone in the right amount of time and make sure we're on track to make this a very clean and awesome episode. But if you like what you hear, go us give us a thumbs up, make sure you subscribe to Pong Payments on social media. Again, if you're watching on YouTube, Facebook, or LinkedIn, give us a thumbs up. You can also follow me on social media on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn as well. We're going to be teasing episodes as it comes out. Again, this is season two finale. Season three, I don't even get a week off. I have to start season three next week. So again, we're going to be action-packed and bringing more content and insights to the space. So if you are here, give us a shout out. Tell us where you're listening from. Tell us what you think. If you want to say hi, um, even former guests have said, Lazar, thanks so much, uh, former guests of the show. Um, what's up, Lazar? And then also if you're watching live, again, if you have questions, for any of our guests that hop on today, this is an interactive show. We'll make sure we throw those up on the screen. As they come in, we'll make sure that we try to get those answered. If you can't catch us live or you missed somebody in the past, go, go ahead and submit your questions still and tag our guest because we want to make sure that you get your answers to your questions. So that being said, I'm going to go ahead and get started a little bit early just because I first, I first see maybe some time crunch maybe at the end, but my first guest is already here. So I'm, I'm not going to Wait around too long. It's Friday after all. We're here to have some fun, uh, but I don't want people working on a Friday. I am, but that, that's my show. I, I chose to do this show on Friday. But with that being said, Crossover Commerce, uh, episode 100, let's go ahead and kick it off, right? So uh, first guest, uh, no introduction. Uh, she has a company. I'm going to do this all on my top of my head. So she has a company that's her and her husband are just doing great things in the copywriting space and helping build listings, making businesses more profitable online and selling through storytelling was our episode that we did together back in season one. So 
way long ago, but I still have a great, uh, you know, have checked in with them so long. Uh, it's been forever ago. I feel like since we've hop- had her on, it was our first live episode on LinkedIn. So I am excited to bring on, um, Emma Tamir of marketing. My Emma, Emma, what is going on? How are you? I got you on me. Oh, you're on mute now. So see, that's the beauty of the live show. Everyone. That's me. Yeah. So <laughs> rewind. <laughs> What's up? Congratulations. <laughs> I feel like you're the only person who somehow manages to achieve a hundred episodes in less than one year. Like that's just yeah, look at me. Madness. <laughs> Crazy. I don't know how also, I did it. Look at that. Hey, my twins. Thematic. <laughs> this, this is this is the Somewhere. direction that this is the direction that my boss gave me today. He goes, make sure you iron that ping pong t-shirt. And I go, that's a little weird, but all right, I'll, I'll do what I can. I'll, I'll I'll pimp myself out with ping pong because of course the show wouldn't be possible without them. But they they kind of give me the reins and said, hey, do with what you want. If you know people, let's bring them on. Let's let's create some awesome content. And here we are, hundred episodes or ninety nine episodes later. Uh, you were one of the first people I, I reached out to. And I said, hey, I know you just came on a webinar of ours, but I really liked what you have to say. Do you mind coming on this podcast that doesn't really exist yet? Um, and you said yes. And here we are today. Um, so I'm super excited that you were one of the first people to say yes. I feel like you gave me validity in the space because you're speaking on things like Prosper Show. You're speaking on conferences all around the world. So I, f- I felt super honored and I was super nervous my first time uh, talking with you. So here we are today. Oh gosh, I heard, truly, I hope that I never make anybody nervous. That is not my intention. And that's typically, I'm the one that's feeling nervous. So thank you for all of that praise. And I feel a little bashful at, at the moment. You can't see it probably because of my lighting, but I believe there's a little bit of a blush, blush happening. So... Well, hey, hey, that's no problem. Again, I, I call everyone a friend of the show. And I, you know, we, we've been texting and messaging each other. You guys have so much going on since we last spoke. Gosh, I want to say it was back in October of last year. So fast forward, geez, six months or so since we last spoke face to face. What's 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 new with you? What, what What's going on with Marketing Biomo and you? Um, what's new? Yeah, so a lot has been going on. I really dug into the back end of our business over the winter time. And so we completely restructured all of our uh, internal tools for project management that we were using. And so I've been really geeking out on the back end uh, until probably just a month ago when slowly but surely the spring and summer season of being more front facing started to pick up. And so now kind of getting back into the swing of things with speaking and really just trying to make sure that we are doing everything that we can to stay not just on top of the curve, but really ahead of the curve when it comes to what it takes to create outstanding copy that's going to help businesses achieve their goals. That's amazing. I mean, you guys, you and your husband are just rocking it right now. And you guys have grown your team, right? Since we last talked back in October, you guys are expanding both hiring people, copywriters, but also just the business itself. You're getting more clients on what's that been like, just kind of like scale. (laughs) Uh, You know, uh, stressful and challenging in some ways. um, People are our inventory, right? So like with a product based business, you have to order and manufacture the product and make sure it's all up to spec. And for us, we have to recruit and hire and train really talented people so that we can deliver that quality work. And what is interesting is that I think whenever anybody comes onto the team, 
they on the surface think that what we're doing is really simple. You know, like you're just like, oh yeah, a product page, that's not much. And then when they dig into our, the first stage of our training, which is just the basics of writing an Amazon listing, not even A plus content or keyword research or anything like that, just writing title, bullets and description, it's over 65 pages long. And that's just. <laughs> you get, I, I dread writing an email, Emma, and you're talking about <laughs> writing 65 pages of content. My God, like, I, I don't know how you guys do it. And that's kind of the beauty of this is like, you guys specialize in this one area, but it's, it takes so much dedication, but it, it pays off, right? Because you're, you're telling that brand story. You're telling that through, through the way of building a brand in that capacity, that that's a unique, different way and different way to sell online. And that's what you are good. That's what you and your team are great at. And that's why props to you guys for every listing 65 pages. Are you kidding me? So that's no. So that's the, the, the training manual just for learning how to write a basic listing. So that's just kind of like the groundwork foundation before you even dive into anything else. And I think it's one of those things that while it seems simple, there's so many layers that have to be working simultaneously that an effective listing is far more complicated than what it looks like on the surface. And I think in some ways, you know, they say the most effective writing is the writing that can say exactly what it needs to with as few words as possible. So it's not about using the most complicated language or writing really flowery text. It's about being able to communicate your message precisely, concisely, and that's going to have way more power than a bunch of extra filler words. Um, but to be able to do that while also managing to do what you need to do on an SEO level, what you need to do to appease Amazon with all the other rules that they have, and then still make that impactful is no small feat. Precisely and concisely, man, we could write poetry on this show. Uh, you're so good at words. I'm not signing up for poetry. I am, I am not a poet. <laughs> we're not, we're not going to go into slam poetry by any means on this show, but so with with that being said, you said you always always are keeping up with what Amazon's throwing out. And it feels like every week we get something new. What's something that you guys have has been thrown on your plate that people need to be aware of uh, that either rolled out at the beginning of this year and that you need to apply moving forward uh, with, with any like listings or any other content that they should just be aware of? I think one of the main things that we're seeing is that Amazon just keeps to churn keeps churning out the new privileges that are available to sellers that are brand registered. And so I believe we even spoke about this back in October, but even since then they have amped up the game and I I imagine that as the year progresses it will only grow even more. And I think that's really for a number of reasons. One is it's in a way, and this is really more of a guess than anything else, but I think it's a way of incentivizing brands to invest in the branding piece because that wasn't necessarily something that you had to do to be successful on Amazon in the early days. And so there's a little bit of re-educating that needs to happen, but Amazon also understands that if it's going to continue to be able to maintain its dominance in the e-commerce space, that they need to have legitimate brands that are helping bring trust and credibility and reliability to to their platform and also that being able to attract 
outside traffic from other places. And so it's not just a matter of kind of, oh, this is nice and makes your page look a little bit better by having some A plus content, but really this is giving you an opportunity if you're a select through to be a few to be able to communicate directly with your customers. There's, you know, all these other types of advertising that's only available to um, registered brands. A plus content continues to improve. Um, there's just so many things that I think we're really only seeing the tip of the iceberg and and it will continue to be more and more important that you are a registered brand and that you're figuring out these pieces, both from the Amazon side and then also just from the incredible adoption of selling on Amazon. And so the way that the market is flooded and using those different tools to be able to really differentiate yourself and stand out um, from many competitors that might be selling very, very similar products. So are you guys going to stay true to Amazon or are you guys going to start diver diversifying on other marketplaces or other Amazon uh, countries? What, what's, what's kind of the plan for the rest of the year for you guys? So we, while we typically speak more about our Amazon services, we've always offered other types of copy services. Primarily what we sort of consider to be the foundational texts that a business needs to be able to effectively communicate with their dream customers. So think talking about website copy, brand story, um, those core texts that are not necessarily going to change a lot over time. So whether you're looking to really strengthen your Shopify store or you want to make a more impressive packaging, perhaps because you're even looking to get into brick and mortar, then those are the definitely the types of things that we love to work on. That's, I mean, of course, everyone wants to diversify, continue to grow and whatnot. Um, maybe on a personal level, are you guys, what, what's kind of, are you guys going to be traveling anytime soon? I know a lot of people are talking about events coming up. I know the biggest one right now is Prosper um, in July. You guys going to start venturing out into the world again, or, or are we going to see each other in person? That's that's yeah. the key. Yeah, it, that is the key. Uh, I don't know about you. I feel like you're probably just like full on excited. I'm a little anxious about it. It's, I no, feel like I'm anxious. This face, I'm anxious. Not not excited. I'm like getting on a plane provides like a little anxiety. Like going out outside of my house, which if anyone sees me, I'm like stuck here. Not stuck here. I live here, but. Uh, yeah, a little, a little anxious. Uh, even I went to a wedding last week of my sister's wedding. That was the first time we went out to a restaurant in a year and plus just to sit in like public, but it is what it is. We all have to get out into the in the world again at some yeah. point. <laughs> We're I just going to have I to mean, break the, break the ice. <laughs> I already consider myself to be a socially awkward person. So when that gets unleashed after a year of having very limited <laughs> face-to-face content, I don't know what it's going to be like, but I am going to a small little um, women's retreat mastermind event that's happening in Miami in nice. uh, May. And then I okay. will definitely be at Prosper and still trying to figure out what the rest of the summer looks like. What about you? Do you have any other events in the cooker? Oh, geez. Uh, my wife and I convinced each other that going to a cabin in the middle of nowhere with no internet service was good in the end of July. So I'll be doing that, uh, <laughs> uh, for vacation. Awesome. Right. I'm going to get away for a week. Uh, so I will, I will break my streak of every week, probably at some point of being online, but Hey, it, it is what it is. Uh, so that would be nice. 
Uh, the kiddo has summer camp coming up, which again, again, it, that stuff is fine by me. He's like outside and they're all running around. He has baseball. Um, but we, I, I've looked at all the events and I know Pros Prosper is the one week that he doesn't have summer camp and my wife works full time. So I was like, I can't, I don't think I can make it to that, but we're, we're definitely uh, honing on a couple of dates. I think I'll, I'll have to make the trip and meet my team in person for the first time ever. Maybe you just I, need to <laughs> all take off Prosper Week and go take a family vacation in Las Vegas. Yeah, that, I don't know if I can convince my wife and take our six-year-old to Vegas for the first time, but that would that would be an interesting uh, first vacation uh, post-COVID, for yeah. sure. Yeah, <laughs> and then, <laughs> maybe and not that, Just go seclude life. ourselves, in, yeah, and after that, seclude ourselves uh, in a cabin. But hey, thanks so much uh, for hopping on today. Uh, I know it's only 10 minutes. We'll have to get a, a full like mastermind session again. Uh, I appreciate you hopping on again at the drop of a hat. You were like the first person to say like, hey, when can, when can I do it? So uh, I appreciate you guys. Good luck. with Again, congrats on the success. And we'll see each other in person on soon. I'm assuming soon. I'm sure we will. Thank you so much, Ryan. And congratulations. Thank you so much. Thanks, Emma, again from uh, Marketing by Emma. Awesome stuff. Again, if you go check out, uh, just search Marketing by Emma on Google. Again, that's the easiest way to find them. Uh, I'll find her and her services. Uh, Emma's talking all over the internet and we want to make sure that uh, we appreciate her time hopping on again. One of our first guests uh, back in season one, another guest from season one is already here and she's been listening in the background and I wanted to get her in early because it's super late where she's at um, all the way in Israel. So I wanted to hop on real quick. One of my favorite talks, just constantly bringing the force and the power and the empowerment and just straight knowledge uh, in the Amazon e-commerce space, Sharon Evan of Amazon Amazon FBA Alphas is one of my favorite people to talk to just all the time and picking her brain about what's going on in the space. So Sharon, welcome to Crossover Commerce. How are you? <laughs> hey, I'm good. How are you? I don't know how to like give you more of a hype than that. Like you're just one of my favorite you're, people in the space. Uh, so what's new? You did, you did, you did great. Um, what's up? First of all, it's not super late. It's just that it's date night. It's Friday night in Israel. I know. So well, I keep thinking like, about I'm that. I'm in my pajamas and stuff. So like, I was like, oh, should I do, you know, like make sure that I'm like super pretty and stuff. And I was like, nah, you know, you know, it's, it's me. It's, you, you know, you and I have had a conversation. We're like, we don't give a shit. Like it's a good, we're, we're good to go. <laughs> I, I, I really don't. I just care about the content and making sure that I'm, you know, giving out good stuff. But hey, I was, was that sitting here laughing in the background because Emma makes me laugh so much, especially when she, she says she's, she's socially awkward. She says it about herself all the time, but she's so funny and such a social person. So I, I know. It. And that's, well, that's the thing. Like, I don't know if it, I don't know what it is. Is maybe it's like speaking in public or doing stuff like this, because for people who aren't aware, uh, they should be, of course, uh, you, you actually started a podcast since we last spoke on this, uh, on this show. You, you're you're taking over seller sessions from with Danny McMillan's Thursdays, and so like you have you have one day a week where you're just bringing the power and the content all over the internet. So congrats to you on that. That's awesome. Thanks. So yeah, I did. Um, I joined Seller Sessions, um, which is uh, Danny McMillan's, founded by Danny McMillan. Um, and so yeah, it's. I have to say, it's not easy. Good. I, I understand. I don't know how you do so many freaking, you know, podcasts without talking about the same stuff all the time. And you always bring on great people, different content. It's it's tough, man. It's tough. It's, it's tough to consistently think about stuff. Thank God, you know. 
I'm an actual seller too. So I can always like think of things that we really need to, to, to speak about, but man, you've got to consistently, you know, mingle with people and, you know, I'm not really, you know, I, I just, I just take it after the man, the myth, the legend, Danny, because he, what he did 600 this past year. Like it was consistently for so uh, many like episodes. Danny, I was like, Danny's how do you do it, man? That's, that's amazing. So shout out Danny's to Danny. He, yeah. He's, He's always telling me, he's like, I'll have you on when you have like tips and tricks and stuff like that. And I go, I need to like think about, because that's very specific, how I want to like position. And I don't want to like mess it up with Danny because me speaking <laughs> on other people's shows, I want to be like perfect. But then my show, I'm like, I don't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> that's the beauty Danny of my just, show. <laughs> Danny's just your hardcore content, you know, it's like content, yeah. content, content, which is, um, that that's probably why, but yeah. But yeah, you're right. so you're doing yeah you're doing the show. You are you're crushing out still on YouTube. You're still mentoring people like a badass. You're still selling. Uh, what what's been new since we last talked? Gosh, back in what November, October last year. Uh, what, since on you've been on crossover commerce. What's what's been new for you? And uh, you know what's been going on. I'm trying to think what what what's being you. I mean, life is more. I or mean, less like Christmas. Good. I mean, holidays yeah. happen. Like. Life is more or less the same. You know, we're still kicking ass on Amazon, still mentoring, still doing. You know, the the biggest thing that's happened is that um, I've, I've you know joined seller sessions and now have this one more thing that I need to take care of, and it's more about finding balance and prioritizing. I think the biggest thing that I've been working on is, um, is productivity. And, um, I know that you, you know, I live in Israel and like my clients and even, you know, obviously we sell mostly in the U S um, it's all when you guys are, are like hardcore buying or talking or doing stuff. I'm usually asleep. So I usually don't go to sleep until like 4am. Um, and I don't know when you months, sleep. I, I swear to well, God, you've I, been online at any time I look at like two in the morning <laughs> or and when I wake yeah. up, you never sleep. I don't think. So I've been working on it. I've been working on trying to go to sleep no, no later than 2 a.m. Um, and then waking up earlier. And I've just found myself to be a lot more productive and being able to get more more stuff done. So, you know, that's something that, that I've been working on. We're uh, working on a new brand right now. Uh, we've been working on this new brand for a while, but we came into some compliance issues. So I uh, had to make some last minute changes. Um, so I'm excited to, to launch some new products that are not within like the niches that I have, have been in myself, you know, we're in beauty and in baby and um, it's totally different niche from, from what I'm used to for my own stuff. So so I'm what's it been excited. like to, to like push the envelope? Because I know you're always constantly trying to do something different in the space. What's that been like, like personally, professionally, like you want to put your head through a wall? Like what, what's that been like? What do you mean? Like what, what's what being like? I, I don't so, know. So if you're, if you're launching a new product, you said it's a little bit outside of what you currently do. Is that, did I hear you correct? Here's the thing. Yeah. yeah. Here, here's the thing because I've done, I don't think that anyone, and this isn't me like being up myself or anything, but the thing is, cause I don't like have a, co a course and it's like buy and I actually do one-on-one -on -one coaching. I've coached in, the, in a matter of two years, 700 different sellers from different levels. And it's, um, so I've been exposed to a whole bunch of niches outside of, cause when you sell on Amazon, you live in your bubble and people forget that, you know, just because you, you have the specific strategy that has worked for you, you know, and the beauty niche doesn't mean if tomorrow you launch a super niche product in, 
uh, I don't know, in the decor niche that your strategies are going to work there too. And the thing is that we as sellers live in, in our bubble because that's all we know. So, you know, even in, in my YouTube channel, like the content's changed because I learned even more getting outside of my bubble, right? So right. on the one hand, I'm, I'm exposed to heaps and heaps and heaps and heaps and heaps of niches. On the other hand, the niche that we're now getting into, which I find found like by mistake, um, I've, you know, obviously never coached anyone in that niche and, or anything like that. It's like something totally new, but I am like the perfect buyer avatar. I don't know how I didn't like find that niche earlier. So um, it's been really fun, but, but we had a few issues along the way, but it's um, been exciting at the same time, you know? That's awesome. So I, when are you, when are you going to stop saying no to different things? That's my question to you is. I have been have saying you, no. Have, Okay. I have been saying yeah. no. I've been saying no to speaking gigs. Uh, I I had this this um you know as someone in the industry that is not just a seller but you know on podcasts and stuff. I had this um, aha moment. I think I told you about it in, in the clubhouse where I was mm -hmm. like, you know, I want to take a step back from over mingling. It's you know this industry is tough uh, when it comes to so many people, you know, that think they know it all and egos and things like this. And I'm talking about the service providers side of things. And, um, and I decided to take a step back from all the mingling. I said, you know, it's, it, you have too many people in one room all giving their strategies and the poor people listening to us, like, which one do you listen to type of situation? And um, some things that I didn't really align with. So um, I've also, I, I sort of said to myself, I'm really just going to be focusing on my impact and my content. And I've, I've said no to speaking gigs. Uh, you know, I'm very, very specific about who I choose and how I, I, like I said, I've been working a lot of my productivity. So, you know, obviously you were like, you were like, Hey, can you come on? And I was like, yeah, I'll make it work. You know, it's, I, it's I was, I, I know. <laughs> and I was like, I, I know this time I, I had people on the other side of the world that I know are sleeping right now. And I was trying to think, I was like, I really want her to come on. I don't know if she'll say yes, but I gave you the benefit of the doubt. And lo and behold, you're like, I'll make it work, Ryan. And yeah. I'm ruining date night. It is what it is. You're in your PJs. Oh, no, God. it's so good. That sounds don't amazing worry. right now. I'm, I'm going to do that. I'm just going to launch around to my PJs all day and or at night and just like it's take dangerous. it in and relax. I know. The one, the one thing about working from home, uh, which I've been doing for many years, is it's dangerous because you know, you can eat a lot when you're wearing your PJs because it's so comfortable. And, you know, I put a lot of weight on that in the last year that, that now I'm working really hard to try it and, and get off. So I don't, I don't encourage to be in your PJs all day just because it's too comfortable. At some stage you should put on, you know, some sports clothes and some sports shoes. Yeah. Go work out a little bit, rock, run around, walk around the house, go outside a little bit. But Hey, I know I, I, I said, I'm only keep you on 10 minutes. I could talk to you forever, but I are. Thank, you you. I, thank you so much for just taking a little bit of time today just to hop on. I appreciate you and all that you do. Um, so again, thank you so much again, tune in Thursdays on the solar sessions. If you guys aren't already, make sure you follow Sharon on her YouTube channel, but also on social media, all the great content she's pumping out there too. So thank you so much for hopping Thanks, on. Ryan. Yeah. Bye. Have a good thank one. All right, I'll talk to you later. Awesome. Thanks, Sharon, for uh, Amazon FBA Alphas for hopping on. Uh, she she gave up her date night, guys, just because uh, I asked her. And that, that's kind of the beauty with this community. I, I've asked a lot of people just to hop on if they don't know me. A lot of, I've, I've given this stat real quickly. Of all the 90 plus guests that I've had on this show, I've only met one, per, one of them in person. So that's the beauty of this community is everyone's willing to say yes, 
even if we never met before a podcast episode, I or I, I really think I'm good at social listening and be able to observe absorb what they put out there in the in the world, whether it's on YouTube or whether it's on social media, uh, or just like the blog content or service industry. That's the beauty of being in this group of people to build a partnership, build a network, and a lot of people are willing to say yes to lend their insights. Uh, especially to the community. And it's not for pay reasons. It's it's definitely for making sure they can give back so other people can grow with it. And again, they can help you along that way, whether it's their service or their expertise. That is what it's all about. I'm going to try to catch right back up. I have my next guest already. Uh, she's been amazing in being featured on AdWorld. I think uh, she was featured on AMC uh, recently on a, a, a special that was recently uh, that went out uh, because people are noticing that globalization and growing on international marketplaces is super important. And that's what my number one thing to push is on the show is growing internationally on different marketplaces. This person knows what she's talking about and it is the best person in this space. Uh, bar none, what she does, no one else can do it better than Yana. So Yana from Wild Tea Translations, welcome to Crossover Commerce. What's up? Hi, Ryan. What's up? Thank you so much for that amazing intro. I was like, this sounds good. <laughs> hey, well, you guys are, you are everywhere, but Wild Tea is everywhere. And if you're talking international growth, you guys are the number one top priority of like everyone's, it comes out of their mouth. They're like, yeah, Wild Tea. Like we use you guys for everything. If if it's international listings or translations or anything like that, you guys are the place to go. So I, I had to get you on for this because I, I'm super, I'm super just impressed by what you guys are pumping out. And your story was super fascinating when people remember to listen to this show, you had to knock on so many people's doors just to give you a chance to kind of give you a platform. We talked about Orange Click back then, yeah. and yeah. then yeah. it kind of snowballs, right? So now, what, what's been new? What's what's uh what's up with you besides you taking over the world, uh, one <laughs> TV show at a time or episode <laughs> podcast at a time? Oh my god! Um, yeah, well, uh, you know, like we have a really big team now. There are sixty uh, people on the team, wow, um, so there's awesome. always. <laughs> There's always something to do there, you know, like, uh, you know, uh, improve your procedures or, you know, do additional trainings, keep an eye on everything, you know, like we're definitely working a lot inside of like the structure of the employees in the company, like making, you know, making them happy and, uh, you know, just uh, constantly improving quality, uh, having regular trainings, you know, um, a lot of people like we've had some, uh, uh, our seniors have been with us for like almost, um, three years now and you know like sometimes like seniors they need to get like refreshed like with their you know what, the, with the, what they're doing because people tend to you know relax a little bit and then you're like hello you know <laughs> let's call and it what then, it is uh, they get lazy doing the same yeah, stuff yeah exactly and you know so kind of try to you know uh push things uh, around a little bit uh so that's always very very challenging and exciting and i'm super happy that i can work on my business not in my business which is super, super important. And, uh, and, and that's it, basically. Uh, we added more, you know, more translators, more you new You make it sound so easy. <laughs> that's well, it, that's I all can, we're I doing. I can tell you how to do it now, but like two years right. ago, I was like, how do people do this? Like, how is this you know, possible? Like, I'm never gonna be featured in any of the, you know, website, not on like, you know, TV or anything like it. I mean, I still don't believe that, honestly, that happened. But, uh, you know, everything is possible and I am not even American, you know? So, you know, pursue your dreams and just, you know, 
um, do whatever you want to do and don't give up. And you know, that, that hard work pays off definitely and learn how to delegate. You have to delegate. Exactly. You get on I think that's the one, uh, that's yourself. the one key. That's the one key I've learned. And sorry for, if I cut you off, delegating is super key for scaling, right? You want to take your business yeah. to the next level. You can't do it all yourself. So that's something that I know I'm internally focusing on is like asking people for help. And I don't think a lot of people want to do that or can do that. So that that's a, a great tip. Uh, what have you, what have you learned from the first, I don't know what, four months of the year so far, we're already a third of the way to 2021. Since we right. last spoke, we know a lot of people are focused on international growth. What are you guys seeing from YLT's perspective? And then what is like the next part of, you know, the year look like for you? Right. So um, let me just answer the question about like what has had like the impact like of, you know, the year, like when it comes to uh, listings and stuff. So I was listening to to Emma and she mentioned, you know, Amazon uh, pushing sellers to, uh, to do brand registry uh, to like push like A plus content. And that is uh, why, for instance, in June in the UK, um html code used for the product description is getting cancelled so you would not be able to have a nicely written product description uh you're just going to have like a like a notepad like written text style and right. uh, that's why amazon is like well we're gonna take away the product description you can have so we can push you into like you know doing the a plus content more um, so that's something which I think it's very important um, that people are going more and more into like brand registry. Uh, and a second thing, which is very important when it comes to international marketplaces, is that now you have to have um, different languages on your packaging. Like if you're selling products like in France, it has to have French on your packaging. You cannot ship the product with, which, which is only going to have like English content on on the packaging. So that's that's something which is very very important. I mean that rule has always been there. But Amazon has like this year, they've just, you know, started demanding that you have to have a language on the packaging in order for this product to be shipped. And the third thing is that um, right now, I don't know if that's going to change or not, but it looks like that Amazon has um, uh, canceled all global reviews of your product that you can have, which means that you now can only see local reviews. So if oh, you sell in Germany, you're only going to see... German reviews, and I think it's a really bad idea what they're doing because that's just going to um, uh, the people are just gonna go back to the to the black hat techniques when it comes to like getting more and more reviews and stuff like that. So um, I thought that was very helpful when they kind of united all global reviews visible under each product. But unfortunately, um, a lot of our uh, clients they literally you know they 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 left without like thousands of reviews like overnight. So I don't know what's going to happen with that, but that will make a, a big impact on, especially if you launch a, a new product, you know, on a new marketplace where you don't have any reviews, you know, it's very, very hard to get those like first couple of good reviews. I saw that and I wish we had more time to like dive into that because I agree if it's only going based upon region, it's not going on country by country, right? It's actually like market by market or what's kind of yeah it's, basis it's market right by market like if you sell it like on amazon.de you're gonna sell, see just like reviews that the german customers left you're not gonna see any of the ones that in the uk or like or any other countries like in the states or nothing you're just gonna see the local reviews and that's it which means that if you start selling on um, in italy uh you will not have you will have to build your reviews like review score from scratch and that sucks 
Oh my God. And, and that, of course, like that's, that's not something that anyone has to wants to reinvest in the time, money and effort. I guess it's good for you guys, but uh, yeah. bad for other brands. And I mean, that that's a lot of work to like have to rebuild up equity in this space. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, I'm, I'm, we need to get you back on to talk more about that in, in greater depth, but um, for, for the rest of the year, are you, are you like traveling? Are you speaking at anything we need to know about coming up to dive into kind of your more insights and, Yes, I mean, I'm traveling. I'm speaking. I cannot wait to uh, speak at a proper stage or in front of like real audience. <laughs> and I'm super excited to say that I'm yes, real people. <laughs> um, see you like in person and like tons of other people. I haven't seen anyone like. Uh, I mean, I have seen people because I've been in the states uh, a couple of times uh, during. Yeah. Uh, last year i messaged you um, when you were in miami and i was like what what are you doing yeah. down like every everyone i swear to god this is the one thing I'll, I'll give it everyone goes to miami i don't know what it is like if that's like the open state only open it's i say open state. state it's only like, open I, like I literally like <laughs> i literally don't need a pcr test in order to go to florida so florida well, Troy, troy's like, coming up yeah troy's going up next from seller tools and i'm gonna ask him because he's in florida and i'm gonna yeah, try to figure out cool. i know like, you're watching troy florida. right there <laughs> Everything is open uh, and uh, you can go out. I mean, even clubs are open. I went to a uh, space club like when I was there last time. I kind of I freaked out because of all those people. But then after like having like, uh, you know, two shots of whiskey, I was just like, yes, you know, like we're back. This, Let's we go. Back. Yeah, Alcohol, yeah, exactly. the number one cure for COVID-19, right? We're going <laughs> to, we're going to not, that's not true, like, everyone. And again, <laughs> we're going to, no, we're we're gonna, gonna, we forgot about approved. it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But heard, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But no, that's but awesome. So I, you're, you're you're speaking then? Okay. Yes, at, I'm speaking uh, at the Prosper show the, this uh, uh, this year, and I'm super excited about it. Awesome. Well, we'll we'll make sure we see you there, and uh, you know, if it's not me, we're we're gonna find an event this year that I'll be at that we all obviously connect. I hope, like I've always told people real quickly before I let you go, I hope it's not a letdown if like we haven't met in person and then we run across like, hey, what's up? And everyone's no, like, just, my god. Natural. Yeah, I, I will yeah. actually be in Miami at the same uh, little uh, retreat as Emma uh, in, I think, in two I saw weeks. That. So, yeah, you know, in, so in like, if you're around, uh, you know, let's uh, grab some coffee or something. That'll be, that'll be cool. Just to see people in person, you know, just get out to understand, uh, you know, that you are a real person, not like we don't Absolutely. live on Zoom. Yeah, exactly. Well, we're, we're going to look forward to that. Hey, congrats on all the success and prom uh, Thank promotion you so much. for wildty and growth. And we'll catch you next time, Yana. Oh, take care. Yep, no problem. Bye. Awesome. Yana from YLT, everyone. Again, that was guest number three. We're we're moving right along into our 100th episode. If you're listening or watching to this, let us know what you think. I just want to give a couple of quick shout outs before we bring on our next guest. Uh, other past guests on the show have actually tuned in. Paul Barron from uh, Facebook. Hey, what's up, everyone? Uh, hey, Paul, thanks for tuning in. Blake from Canopy Management. Again, uh, keep up the great work and obviously and <laughs> Sharon uh, uh, already calling back on holler. Uh, but yeah, no limit creatives. Uh, so that, that is uh, our, our, our good friends uh, over there. No limit creatives episode 100. Uh, thank you so much, Jeff and everyone over there. So don't worry. We are bringing more and more guests on every 10 minutes. I'm going to try to cycle through and make sure people bring on tips and tricks that we've seen in the first half of this year. Again, if you're new or just tuning in, my name is Ryan Kramer uh, with Crossover Commerce. This is my show that we've now just hit the triple digit mark, which is a big thing in the space. Not many great shows make it to 100 episodes on TV, uh, even podcasts, but we did it. I don't know how I did it, but I'm lucky to have people in the space who are willing to even just hop on just for a little bit, just to, to kind of pick 
so I can pick their brain and share information with you, the listeners as well. What's up, Jeff? Sorry, uh, Jeff here. So he's watching it on YouTube as well. But our next guest, let's move it right along. Our next guest is actually the most recent one that of the 10 people that I've had on our podcast, Troy Johnson of Seller Tools, main chat expert, great software uh, service tools over at Seller Tools, but he um, just doing great things down there at Seller Tools. So much going on, but there's been changes at maybe since we last spoke that we, we can pick his brain on. So Troy from Seller Tools, what's up, man? How are you? Up, oh, you're on mute now. Ta-da. There we go. go. Ta-da. Look, live. Here we go. What's up, man? How are you? Doing good, man. Doing good. I'm digging the shirt. Yeah. That's awesome. Figured, you know, something special for your 100th uh, episode. And, and you're from Florida. You I, that is amazing. I am digging I am digging the Hawaiian shirt, or if you call it tropical shirt, I don't know what you call it down in Florida. Yeah, Hawaiian yeah. shirt's in Hawaii, right? But yeah. thanks for hopping on today. Everyone I messaged, this is the funny thing. People are like, yeah, no problem. I'll hop on. Or they're like, I'm doing nothing today. Like, don't bother me. And I was like, I hopefully I didn't bother anyone or like prompt people to come on if they didn't feel like they had to. But I appreciate you hopping on again with us uh, for this awesome episode. So, My hey, what, what's going What's going on since uh, we last chatted uh, oh, a boy. month ago? <laughs> Nothing. No, um, it, it's Amazon being Amazon, uh, right? Uh, there has been, I think it was about a month ago. And when we had our last uh, chat, uh, on your on your podcast, we were talking about you know more data going away for sellers. It was uh, that being, day, or it was yeah, that day. It was like the day, uh, yeah, it was like the day of it happened. So there was a pretty solid scramble uh, in the community to figure out for those that were utilizing it um, what alternatives were viable, what what this uh, what the writing on the wall was. Which I mean, we we sort of know, right? Amazon for the most part really is very selective with the data they give us. Mm -hmm. um, and it's, you know, they giveth and taketh away. I mean, it's um, it's been really interesting to see in that time. I'm pretty sure uh, sponsored, play, uh, sponsored display ads and mm -hmm. some of the audience uh, availability has been kind of a new update in that span of time. So we have- DSP, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah we have data going away and we've got audiences kind of coming in where um, the value of brand registry right now, it's, uh, you know, it, it, it's almost essential. Um, and we see- still see sellers maybe either putting it off or not, you know, prioritizing it. Uh, but Amazon is really creating, uh, what you would expect, right. From a, a buyer side and the customer side, you have these, le the legitimacy, um, of brands on, on market, uh, in marketplace. Um, and they're getting unique value, uh, to be able to deliver relevant ads, uh, to welcome more traffic, to earn those conversions and that revenue. So, it's been really interesting. Like I said, even in that span of time, some data going away, some data showing up. What I do know, you do it, right? Well, and that's a, that's the thing with DSP. It's been super fascinating. We've had a couple of people on, you know, uh, Joe Shreeland. Uh, we've had uh, a couple of people just really dive into DSP, and that's been the fascinating thing. Is even Amazon giving the opportunity to potentially even point people away from purchasing on Amazon, but collecting data to be super micro niche in that regards. Even I was reading an article the other day, Apple now making the play when we were talking about either dropping cookies or Google scaling back with data, the cookies that they're going to be dropping for tracking, Facebook scaling back a little bit, Apple's leaning in a little bit more and saying, hey, we're going to, the, the services in the ad network that they're putting on their phones, they're not letting people track that capability, but it has to only go through their Apple phone network, which again, mm -hmm. it, every major corporation is going to start leaning into their services and not allow other ones to start tracking and applying 
data trackable, you know, resources and whatnot. So it's interesting to see how the dynamic is still growing in the space of how are we going to track and continue to re retarget people. So I, I don't know, man, it, it, it's always constantly shifting. I don't know how you guys are doing it over there <laughs> with your tool sets and whatnot, but uh, even ManyChat is is changing a little bit, right? Like Facebook and them are not playing well. What what, what was the latest update on that? Yeah, it's, uh, man, you talk about, you know, Amazon changing, Facebook changing, ManyChat having to change thanks to Facebook. Um, it's, you know, it's a it's a massive time of, of change right now. Um, you know, ManyChat on the Messenger specific side, because keep in mind, we can email, we can SMS, and then Messenger is mm -hmm. kind of a third, third component, but it's, it's the one that gets the most attention. We are as sellers moving, um, moving, as far away from that piece uh, as as we can in our mini chat flows in our communication with customers because there is there is a sort of a silver lining here because it creates a tougher environment for sellers but for those that sort of take the right steps they're they're in more rarefied air they can kind of remove themselves from the competition because they can still engage with customers support them drive some of those amazon specific objectives uh, but that's what we're mostly looking at is how can we how can we still use chat marketing automation and tie in SMS and tie in email and tie in TOS friendly features and tools to be able to still deliver on what we aim to achieve? And the beauty of a, a platform like ManyChat or, you know, insert insert your uh, preferred method of external traffic and customer ownership is that we get more of that customer data where, um, like I said, it's it's sort of creating this unique if you view it as an opportunity, that's that's the other part of it is it's all in perspective, right? Some people could just say, oh, you know, this this really stinks. You know, we're getting audience, so we're getting clusters and customer segments, and that's somewhat helpful, but it's not as it's not as great as knowing your customer's name and sending personalized messaging and growing a relationship and building loyalty, all the things that we want right. if we truly want that brand equity. Right. So in the next year, with with kind of not knowing how people are going to ebb and flow just doing everything we can to like really tie into the audience, build that loyalty, build that, you know, share of audience in that regards too. Um, I was trying to think what are you, so I know we only have 10 minutes again, I, every episode I'm like, Oh, or person 10 minutes is not enough because everyone knows the show. I always talk an hour and can talk more with all y'all. But with that being said, what that's a great teaser. So the tip would be to obviously utilize what is, you know, available to you as TOS compliant. Um, making sure that you're using tools like seller tools, main chat to obviously talk to people effectively and within those guidelines. Um, anything, anything new you guys are working on that you can share with us, or are you guys going to be speaking? Are you going to be speaking at any events in person? You're all in Florida because y'all, mm -hmm. you're all, you've been open forever. Yeah, I know we're the, we're the oddballs, um, which usually is a bad thing. Uh, but <laughs> that's true. Exactly. Yeah, um, we, you know, Florida man and all, but, uh, but no, um, <laughs> we are, we are pretty open. Uh, so, you know, it, that, that part is nice. We have, we have a lot of choice and a lot of freedom. So definitely take advantage of that. But, uh, but yeah, no, I'm excited to, to get back out there. Nothing on the agenda right now in terms of, um, formal speaking or events, events or but anything. yeah, I want to make that happen. We've got, I mean, it, for us at Solar Tools, we've got some pretty busy months ahead, um, for sure. Um, but a lot of this is a lot of what we're focusing on is the things that we're talking about is, is. How do you engage with the customer, focus on those Amazon objectives? And if you remain pretty agnostic in terms of like your strategy, um, that would be probably my biggest takeaway is really figuring out where your area of expertise is as a seller and as a brand. You know, with these right. new ad types reporting, audience segmentation, you're going to have some really amazing, you know, Mina's going to come on. 
Um, you've got destiny coming on, you have these subject matter experts. And I think for sellers, now is really the time to plant your flag and say, this is what my brand is best at. I have a really great, strong depth of knowledge and understanding. And you sort of address this landscape where um, some some customers or some sellers are looking at audiences. Other of us are still using chat marketing. There's, there's not a, a, I would say, superior method. It's all in the execution. And so for a brand, it's what are you the best at that you can speak with confidence? Because, you know, that's, that's a tough, it's a tough hill to climb when you're just good at a few things and maybe a jack right. of all trades as a brand, but you know, that depth of knowledge, that expertise, it's a, it's a good time to be really great. Um, cause this is still the best sandbox e-commerce, Amazon, and pound gorilla in the room. Like you're, you're in the right space. It's just now go deep, really make sure you've got a firm grasp on it. Yep. We're going to see that barrier to entry elevate, but then you're going to see the people who do it right really start to separate themselves from the rest of people that, that aren't successful in those regards. So it's, it's going to be interesting to see the rest of this year for sure. We'll have to have you on a full episode again. I, I would talk forever with you guys. Uh, that's why Always, each of you yeah. 10, I'm like, God, yeah. <laughs> why are we talking more? But anyways, I yeah, I, I need to keep it moving and keep the train, keep the train going. But Hey, thanks for hopping on again on a Friday. I appreciate your time. Thanks for the awesome shirt. Uh, pleasure, choice today. Yeah, congratulations. <laughs> yeah. Enjoy the weekend, man. We'll, we'll catch you on uh, next time here. Sounds Facebook. good. Thanks, Ryan. Thanks, Troy. Yep, no problem. Again, Troy Johnson, uh, Seller Tools. Thanks for hopping on again. We're only four four guests in, guys. Like I have six more amazing people in the space who are going to be hopping on, talking about what they learned in the first four uh, months of 2021. Again, we talked about this, right? Let, let, let's kind of get real, real, real quick before I bring on our, our next uh, guest. If Anthony is cool to hang on real quick. Um, we talked about a lot of people I kept hearing 2021 is the new year. Like everything's going to be fresh and you know, everything's going to be back to normal. It's not the case for everything. We talked about it yesterday about like supply chain logistics. We talked about just shipping in general, shortages of goods, shortages of, you know, just people in terms of being able to, Amazon keeps changing like their inventory levels. They keep changing capacities of what you can put into their FBA warehouses. All of this stuff is constantly changing. That's why it's important to tune into episodes like this one to know what the experts in the fields are seeing so that you can apply this to future episodes. And again, um, I wouldn't be able to do this without uh, my my network of people. That's why I want to showcase, especially on episode 100. Uh, hopefully Anthony hops back on here. I saw him disappear, but I'll keep talking until he hops back on. It, it's super important before I bring him back on that we are constantly learning and evolving, right? No one in the space knows everything about a specific topic or just just to take it to the next level like us at ping pong we're really good at cross-border payments saving people money and also sending and receiving funds we have the expertise to tap into but we rely on our partnership network to be able to if there's a problem in one space they're going to uh, be able to we're going to be able to refer them to other people in space who can do copywriting who can do a b testing who can do uh, many shot flows who can do translations that's what uh, our partnership network and what I at the show kind of tap into is it's going to be an unbiased uh, ecosystem where if you bring the top knowledge that you can in the space and have brought great um, expertise, I'm going to have you on the show so that I can share it with you, the audience members. And again, we're live on Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, and Twitter right now, but you can rewatch this later on YouTube channel. Just subscribe to our channels as well. And before I bring Anthony on, I know he just got back on. Uh, uh, just if you have anything to say or just want to know that you're listening, uh, what's up, Rana? Uh, thanks for, yeah, he said collaboration is so critical and I appreciate it. Rana runs a great mastermind group 
on uh, Clubhouse. So want to give him a shout out. You should definitely join that mastermind group if you're on uh, Clubhouse. Make sure it's every other Friday. So it's this is why I strategically did it, Rana. Uh, we're not doing it this Friday, but we're doing it next Friday. So tune in Clubhouse every Friday. I think it was like one o'clock Eastern around that time or three o'clock Eastern. I think it is. Uh, but yeah, thanks for tuning in, Rana. Uh, without further ado, next guest uh, from PicFu. Anthony was one of probably my third guest on. I'm going to say it was my third guest on. We did a part one and part two about PicFu and A-B testing. They've been doing so many cool things and projects ever since uh, he hopped on back in early September. I want to say early October. Um, but there's just been so much content that they've been pumping out, really cool projects in the space. Um, but I want to bring on to the show just what he's been doing because he's traveling the world as well, working remotely. So I wanted to make sure I brought him back to the show as one of our OG friends of the show, uh, Anthony Francesco of PicFu. What's up, man? How are you? Hey, Ryan, what's going on? Congrats on uh, the 100th episode. That's a lot. <sighs> I know. <laughs> I keep telling myself like, God, what, what have I been doing for a couple months? Like a lot. I I had to do, I had to do this like definition. Like what does a hundred mean in terms of like TV or radio or whatever it is. And not many people can do it. It's consistency. And it's just being able, I give it to the people in the space who are willing to say yes, because without you guys, I want to be able to have a show to talk about. I just feel like I've leveled up my experience and knowledge and expertise since just starting out the show. But you know, I've been like collaborating and communicating ever since we hopped off the episode. But what's been new with you, man? You're you're traveling the world. You're you're providing great content as always. But like, what's been up with you? Yeah, I mean, the, it's it's just been. I think for everyone in this industry, it's just been a crazy year. Uh, obviously, the whole world with COVID, it's just absolutely wild. But e-commerce is growing by leaps and bounds, and so I think there's like with any business, there's this long checklist of things that you want to do. And you're slowly moving down that list and trying to to do as much as you can. Uh, like you said, I've been traveling around a bit. This is kind of a, you know, I think 10, 15 years ago, the careers and the the jobs that we have are kind of unimaginable. The fact that you can work from anywhere in the world and just trying to take advantage of that as much as possible in a, in a safe way. Yeah. And, and it's been awesome to follow you on like Instagram or Facebook, because you have been doing that. You work remotely. You're giving that insight, but that that's like your former, before you joined Pickfoot, you were be able, you were able to travel around too and do, and you know, all the tips and tricks of that. Uh, in your mind, what, what's kind of, what's been the world been like since you've kind of been outside the United States, how's the world responding to an e-commerce uh, the first like third of this year? Uh, if you don't mind sharing, like do yeah. you see anything from different countries that you've been in? Um, how they're responding to this? I mean, the the trend is definitely towards e-commerce everywhere you go in the world. Uh, you know, it doesn't matter where you are, even places that are more open, there's still restrictions everywhere. And people, I think, are generally pretty cautious about everything that's going on with COVID. And so they're going to be more inclined to order things delivered to their house rather than going out and going shopping. Um, the, the point of going out and going shopping, I think, is much more on a social front, much more on an experiential front than it is to actually get products into their house. And I think uh, a lot of people are realizing that. And I think a lot of sellers are are realizing that if they are going to sell products physically, it's going to have much more to do with the experience surrounding the product than the product itself. So what, what, with that being said, what's PickFu's been like inside? What were they uh were they taking it to the next level in that regards? If they know lots of people are trying to get online, they're trying to optimize or growing brands. Where are you guys trying to, what are you guys doing in order to make that more successful for your business? Yeah. So I think in the past, 
market research is it's nothing new and PicFu certainly didn't invent it, but market research in the past has been a very clunky process. It's been very expensive and it takes very long. And so now we're seeing even uh, large legacy corporations and big brands that have been using uh, traditional market research coming to PicFu because now it's all about speed. It's about going through iterations quickly uh, and not just saying, hey, we're going to we're going to try one version of our product packaging and we're going to you know, we're going to take months and months to do this. They want, want it to happen at a much more uh, accelerated level and they want to get that feedback quickly so that they can, you know, get products to market faster and see what the customer thinks and see if it improves their business metrics. So what, what do you think like the next, I guess the, the rest of the year looks like for either you guys or it, is it more focusing and growing brands and really like tapping into what customers are saying? Because margins have gotten so thin, right? Because Amazon keeps changing and all their, you know, uh, inventory levels or their brand registries, or they're really pushing people to build a brand online. Is this where you guys are going to lean into say like, Hey, make sure that the brand is coming first. Make sure you're testing your ideas before you implement them. You don't want to waste any more time, money and effort than you have to. Is that kind of where you guys are going to go with that? Yeah. I think in e-commerce, the, the name of the game, the people who are winning are people who are focusing on converting customers. So like if someone types in something to Amazon and they make it on your listing, you've got one shot uh, to convert them as a customer. And if you don't convert them, one of your other competitors is going to convert them. And so the, the brands that are doing very well are, are realizing this. It doesn't matter how much money you spend on PPC. It doesn't matter how effective your campaigns are. If you're sending traffic and you're, you're, you're getting good traffic to your listing and it's not converting, all other aspects of your business are going to suffer. And so brands that are doing very well are focusing on making sure that when someone gets there, the brand looks legitimate. It looks like a product that you're going to want to buy uh, and they're going to click add to cart the vast majority of the time. That's amazing, man. Are you, are you going to be um, traveling or doing any speaking engagements? Like what, what's kind of the, the next couple of things for you? Yeah, so we're, we're locking down our, our schedule right now. Obviously, we're going to be at Prosper Show. We'll be at ASTTG up in New York. Um, you know, uh, Billion Dollar Seller Summit, Kevin King's event in Austin, Texas. I think we'll probably be at IRCE. So everyone on our team, I just got my first dose of the vaccine. Uh, hopefully going to get the next one at the end of the month. You know, we're, we're excited because it's been it's been a long time. And, you know, having these virtual meetups is fine. But I think it's going to be a big party when all of the seller community gets back together. And it's a tight, tight knit community. I'm excited to see everyone and to network and collaborate. Absolutely, man. Hey, thanks so much for hopping on. I know, uh, you know, I would I would pick more brain more, but I'm going to keep it rolling because <laughs> this ship is different than other episodes I've had in the past. But thanks so much for just spending 10 minutes with me here today on our 100th episode. Uh, be safe traveling. Um, we'll uh, catch up again soon. Thanks so much, Ryan. Have an awesome day. Yeah. Thanks, man. Awesome. Thanks, Anthony from uh, PicFu. Uh, again, he he's bringing so much knowledge in terms of like A-B testing. Make sure you guys check out PicFu uh, if you want to test things out with brands, whether it's imagery, logos, uh, look at, you know, anything when it comes to building your brand, you want to make sure it's not just you have that feeling. You want to make sure that other uh, people can verify and validate your idea um, moving forward. And speaking of awesome ideas, my guy who's coming up next is has has had this awesome project that they've been working on. We've been a, a lot awesome sponsor. I mean, I should say we want to be, uh, we said yes right away once we heard about this project with Cogneuro. He's putting out so much content as well and speaking around uh, the world, but also, or traveling, I should say traveling around the world and speaking different engagements, but their project with Samer Brax and him are, uh, it's just super fascinating. I, I myself 
uh, put in my address to get the first uh, actual product itself delivered to my home. So I'm super excited to bring on uh, Mina from MMA Nutrition, but also Cogneuro. What's up, Mina? How are you? What's up? What's up? My God, I like the I like the haircut, man. Is that new? Is that, that, is that, is that recent? One. Look yeah. at that. Well, I'm I, I'm I'm a, little bit, a little bit blurry, but no, we're good now, right? No, we're good. Yeah, you, you got to... Awesome. Uh, What's up? Where are you at right now? You you were in the Dominican Republic recently, weren't you? No, I was in Puerto Rico, but Peru, or Puerto yeah. Rico. Okay. Yeah, How Puerto was that? Rico. Was that vac Was that vacay with the family? Yeah. No. Just yeah. It was just a, a ten day vacation. It was you know mix of vacation, but uh, I have uh, some friends there in the supplement game. So you know you know I, I'm always itching to talk about business. So went out there, chilling by the pool, ex you know experiencing different beaches and things like that, and then you know talking a lot of business and uh, really man. Every single time I meet, you know, an entrepreneur who's like killing it, I get so inspired and, and it, it just opens my mind and uh, it always reinforces how important it is to have like people like that around you because, um, you know, kind of I had this idea in my head and then I talked to this person about it and he completely shattered it. He said, dude, what are you talking about? We like this, 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 this is possible and we did this, this, this. And then it like opened my mind. I was like, wow, I didn't know that this was possible. So, I mean, it's very important to, to kind of go out and meet those people. Yeah, you, you always have to be open to learning new things. And we all don't know everything. We I, I specifically don't know everything, but I'm lucky to know you guys who have been successful in the space. But since we've talked last on this show, uh, it was just a t idea at this point. It wasn't really a thing. But you guys have launched a really good product with Cogneuro, which is a coffee replacement. Um, what, because your background in chemical engineering, right? Chemical yeah. engineering. So yep. you developed this awesome product, which I'm super excited to try myself. I bought it because this is how and, much and I believe actually, in Mina. We, we, the formula, I partnered with uh, like a holistic nutritional practitioner. Uh, and and uh, so basically like I didn't want this to just be like a supplement. We said like, let's, right. let's get all natural, like, you know, uh, herbs, roots, like all of these things that have super like superfood uh, properties. And like, let's make the product from that versus, um, you know, cause I can, I make supplements all day. Right. But I'm like, well, let's take a different approach. Let's actually make it all natural. Not like that, you know, the supplements are not all natural, but this is like literally just like, for example, guarana seed ground, uh, maca root ground, uh, you know, it just ground it up. And so you mix these powders, you add a little bit of cacao, a little bit of this, a little bit of that, and you get this like incredible superfood blend that, um, you know, tastes incredible, gives you a lot of energy. You don't crash. Um, because you know, we, we made the formula where you don't get a spike of energy and crash. It's like you get this sustained energy, same way that you get with like bulletproof coffee. So it's been cool. And, um, I thought it was like a, an amazing idea because, you know, obviously you've seen what happened with COVID and because of COVID, everyone who was in retail moved onto Amazon and this kind of like completely eliminated the whole private label, uh, like business model. You can't, you can no longer like you know, find a product that's in demand selling on Amazon because it, you used to have, if you had like 10 competitors, now you have 110 competitors. And so right. because of there's so many competitors, it's no longer like, let's find a product that's selling on Amazon, put our label or whatever. It's now like, let's actually create solutions to problems. So um, a lot of people have been asking me like, yo, how did you get into this? Like, how did you create your supplement? And then once I tell them about the, you know, the my background and this, I can immediately say like they tuned it off because they're like, this is the excuse. Oh yeah. Like, you know, cause he's a chemical engineer. He can make this stuff. And cause he's passionate about supplements. He can make this stuff. So I'm like, okay, like let's, let's take a step back. And instead of making it like that, let's, you know, say, 
okay, I'm going to go from zero, from just an idea, because I'm experiencing a problem in my life. Uh, let, and, you know, let's go from that idea to validating if that's actually a good idea to, to create a solution for, to looking at other people's solutions, to creating a better solution than everyone else's solution, uh, validating the demand for that, prototyping, getting some, uh, you know, study groups and testing the stuff on them, getting their feedback, and then coming up with a product, how to, you know, create a Kickstarter so you don't have to put your own money in. And honestly, right. I'm going to be honest right now. Our Kickstarter net net, uh, like after shipping the product, because as you can see, we charged you like 19 bucks and we didn't charge yeah. shipping. So our net net with everything all in was negative $4,000 on the Kickstarter. So, but I'm, I'm glad that we're doing this because right. for, for us, it doesn't hurt our bank account. Uh, right. But for for people who are starting out, you know, being negative four thousand can be like a really big hit. And um, so we wanted to do everything and say, guys, we did this. Here's how you know we messed up in certain areas, in certain aspects. He, you know, here's what we think is the best. And honestly, I think a Kickstarter is an incredible model to just get uh, friends and family and 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 some people from some groups involved and you know back you. But you know. I, uh, you can talk to Kirsten about how they crack the code on like, yeah. you know, making these really successful campaigns and how much net profit comes out. Uh, but, you know, we tried it. So we just wanted to show everyone and be super real. Like, this is how you start a business now. It's not or, you know, you started like a product based solution business. It's no longer like, you know, hey, let's like do some hacky tricks and and, and find this stuff. It's done. It's the, those days are over. It's now however much value you're adding to society. You're gonna get you know uh, compensated on that and so this is what we're doing is you know we came up with this so we can add a lot of value to the people who are struggling from coffee but love it who have a coffee dependency uh personally i love the taste of coffee i have it once a week on saturday um, right. it's, it's just like my thing yeah i love i love it and and uh but i know that it's very addicting and so i i just can't because i know like if i start drinking a cup here a cup there now it's like okay I have to start my day with a cup of coffee. I know I'm that kind of person. So um, this is for, you know, you're creating a solution for all those people. And um, I think that's the future. Amazon is, is simply just like a launch pad for you. You create a solution to a problem. You get it on Amazon. You capture people who are looking for, for a solution. And then from there, you're like, okay, I validated demand. I have a proof of concept with my product. Now let me go and start working on, you know, marketing to people who don't have awareness about, that you know this this problem that they have showing them that there's a solution and that it's better than everyone else's you know getting them from all those social platforms getting into retail all that kind of stuff and then you have a legitimate business that you can you know that's now like it's not just like fully dependent i actually just got taken down all of my best sellers got taken down off amazon for like one of them for a month the other one for like two weeks and wow you know it just shows you how fragile you are uh, as a business and even though like I'm diversified because I have multiple brands, they took down like multiple of the top sellers from different brands. And so, um, you know, it just shows you like when, if you have a, a single channel business, um, you know, you're, you're kind of at the mercy of that channel. But, you know, once you actually create a solution to a problem, it's very easy to get it everywhere. You can sell it in stores. You can sell it on uh, direct to consumer. You can go to different online retailers. 
because it's now no longer oh like because i have this research tool or because i know the keyword uh, search volume of this product then i'm able to make this successful on amazon it's like it's going to be successful everywhere because it's a solution that everyone can use so uh right. I that's what you were doing i was gonna say you you have like you have the the mindset of a great entrepreneur because you found the problem you found a product that fits it and that's why i think you guys will be successful but it's cool that you're highlighting all these aspects of the business and where you're going to take it and like educate people moving mm -hmm. forward maybe you shouldn't go this route if, if this is what you're doing so i would yeah. talk to you all day about this but i know uh we have a couple of people backstage waiting i appreciate yeah. you just spending 10 minutes with me we'll get you back right. on again I'm, I'm curious to learn more about like uh that insight and also like what your final solution is with every step in this process because mm -hmm. you know the practice of hopefully i'm gonna get it soon and i'm gonna you yeah. know love it I, so I think i will it's already on the boat it's already on the boat uh, it's on the boat yeah the tin cans are on the boat from china coming to the u.s obviously our supplement are like the whole thing is made in the u.s but the tin cans are like definitely a lot cheaper in china i don't even think we could find the tin cans made in the u.s it's usually made in china and someone will source it for you pretending that you know it's a u.s company so um yeah five weeks hopefully well hey yeah hopefully it's not doesn't sit on a container or a boat for, for a long time or no 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 we figured that out we're sending it to seattle <laughs> we're sending it to That's seattle good. so we avoid the whole long beach I, I said yo do not touch the long beach port it's it's too messed up right now yeah for sure well hey man thanks for hopping out just for a few minutes i appreciate your time obviously awesome. uh you're doing great things in the space so keep up the good work and we'll catch you next time thank you take it easy. awesome thanks Bye. mina Again, uh, Mina, our number six guest, we're, we're moving right along. We're on the back half of this episode 100. Uh, thank you so much, Mina, again, for hopping on. Uh, Crossover Commerce, again, they're doing a really cool project uh, that we're a sponsor of. But I know other great companies like Helium 10. Uh, I think Mavli uh, is also a sponsor. There's other people that are along the way that are helping. They're going to shine lights on different parts of the uh, process of sourcing Kickstarter um, all the way to putting listings together, PPC, uh, management sourcing, all that fun stuff that you should follow Samer on his YouTube channel to make sure that you 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 get that insight. And then their uh, Facebook group as well. They're putting all their content for free out there so people can consume it. So definitely check them out. Again, it's called Cognero. If you follow them on social media, you can uh, be sure to to catch Mina or just message Mina again. Uh, one of the one of my favorites uh, has been on Crossover Commerce. Let's jump right into our next guest. We have no time to spare. Uh, I have I'm looking at my list as well. Uh, Next is Melissa Summonson from Empower, which is a fantastic organization of uh, helping collaborate uh, collaboration with different businesses in the e-commerce and uh, as a service industries, but also sellers and connecting the two all in one kind of ecosystem and making sure everyone's successful, just like what we tried to do on this podcast. But Melissa Simonson, former uh, guest on the show, friend of the show, uh, thanks for hopping on uh, Crossover Commerce. How are you? I'm so good. How are you doing? It's so good to see you. I know it's uh, it feels like it's been forever since <laughs> we were like what Christmas I think is the last time we spoke like on a video conference together like this. But what's been new since uh, gosh in the first four months of this year? What's been oh, new with you? Goodness. Well, um, I mean, there's a lot going on with Empowery. We're changing some things up. We're changing the way that we're doing our mastermind calls. We're, um, you know, actually it was around that time when we last spoke that we changed our pricing structure. So we actually reduced our prices by like a degree of 10. Like it's, it's pretty <laughs> crazy because what we really found out that we wanted was we wanted to make sure that everyone was part of this group so that everyone has a voice, everyone can raise their hand and that that part of it, the money part of it is not the obstacle. So, right. um, so now I'm, I'm really excited to uh, increase our membership and, and get more help from more people because there's more people in the co-op. 
Absolutely. And that, and that's the thing is we're always wanting to like partner people and connect people, even on the show when they're like, do you have a guest or do you have a person that knows more about this? It's, I, I think you do the best in the space of, Hey, I know this person. Let me connect you with them. I, I think you're one of the people that we can all look to and say like, Melissa, you know, these people, it's almost like this Rolodex is in your head it's constant <laughs> pe with people knowing people. Uh, is it, is that something that you guys are, do you, do you feel like you have a good core of people or there, is there a space where you, you don't think that you have enough of I mean, space in the space or, you know, yeah, you there's always more, right? right. I mean, I, I will never feel like we know enough people we can stop like networking. You know what I mean? I think right. that there's always, there's always the unknown of what you don't know. You don't know what you don't know. And, and sometimes when you meet somebody, as long as you have an open mind and you don't, you know, approach the conversation, like, well, I know a lot of people, so you better be impressive. You know, I assume that when I'm meeting somebody that, they have something to offer and I have something to offer them. And, and with that, you know, comes a beautiful networking opportunity. Absolutely. So what are you guys planning? I know networking for a lot of us is, is done through right now, zoom, but, or through videos or podcasts yeah. or anything like that. What is the next thing for in-person that you guys are trying to plan out? Cause I know you have a bunch of events you used to do, but what's the next one that you guys are looking to? This is actually very exciting. So the very, very next thing that I'm doing is um, next week, I will be in New York um, with the Ecom Co-op. We are collaborating to uh, do nice. a huge giveaway. And we're sort of looking at this as, you know, the Ecom Co-op is a group of like partners, right? They're the service mm -hmm. providers and they they get together and they, you know, share information and they give giveaways for, uh, for members. And Empowery, is a co-op that actually is formed as a co-op and shares dividends and stuff. So it's sort of like a JV varsity kind of a situation. So we're mm -hmm. coming together next week in New York to um, to do a really awesome giveaway. Uh, so that's next week and that's digital, uh, even though I'll mm -hmm. be on location. And then um, on, oh geez, like the middle of May, I'm going to be in Miami with a wonderful group of women uh, of Amazon. Everyone on the show has been on, is going to Miami. I'm, I'm super okay. jealous. I should be there. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot wait. Like I'm dying right now. I've been like, I, I got to work out because we're going to be like on the beach. <laughs> it's spring break weather, summer weather. Like we're all like need to get outside. Exactly. Yeah. But the <laughs> most the exciting thing. Um, yeah. Those are the next two. But then um, the very, very most exciting thing that I've been working on uh, and that I will be able to share very soon. And you are the first to hear and be announced to is um the Empowery Women's Conference 2021 will be live in person and it will be right. piggybacking the Prosper show. So we will be in Las nice. Vegas. And so anyone who is going to be at Prosper in person, you got to um, come to the Empowery Women's Conference as well. So we're talking like a day or two right after it or like there's an overlap or wow. Yeah. So right. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and we are going to be hosting the Empowery Women's Conference Friday, Saturday in Las Vegas. Oh, man. I'm gonna have to spend a week in Vegas. It sounds Yay. like it sounds well. Yeah, I have to convince like my wife. It's like, hey, by the way, I'm gonna spend a couple of extra days in Vegas. It's work. But, I swear. Uh, exactly, it's work. I swear. Exactly. Well, that's awesome. Like that's it's. I think it's really cool that we're all able to start planning these things again. Like it was so uncertain last year, but you start to see like Prosper. You're starting to see like uh, Retail X, like ASG, ASGT. Oh, I'm gonna butcher it. ASG, yeah, G. That's the last acronym. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, a lot of people are starting to feel more comfortable meet up in person. So I think it's really cool. What what, what was kind of like the decision for that time, if you don't mind me asking, just because people are there? 
You know, I, I we've gone back and forth many times about the women's conference this year. We initially we were going to have a virtual one in January, but um, you know, I, I also didn't want to have it too close to the Brandon by Women because I want it to be very special. And I think that there should be a couple times a year where women get together and celebrate each other's successes and and women on stage. So you know, I kind of wanted to space it out for that reason. And then I was thinking, you know. I want to make sure that we do this justice and things are starting to open up. So maybe, maybe April. And so I was kind of waffly about it for a while, but a lot of people seem to be planning to go to prosper. And even though there, a lot of people are planning on actually showing up, I still think there's a little bit of nervousness or hesitation. So it's difficult to say like, okay, we're back on, everything's good. Right. Let's all make a bunch of travel plans. But if somebody's already flying, they're already booking their hotels then the risk factor for an additional event is lowered. And I think that that's, um, you know, that's what really pushed the decision to, to piggyback this is, you know, people are already gonna be doing this. So the risk factor is very low. Um, the gain is very high for what we're gonna be offering people. And I think it's just a win-win. That's amazing. That's really cool. Like I'm congrats on being able to like, hopefully we can pull this successfully off. I'm excited. Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited to see how it goes. Yeah, for sure. And again, just to be not naive about this, but it's for both men and women or just women. Yes. Both men and women are invited. And I encourage men to, to come and learn from the amazing women who are going to be on the stage. The only difference is that it will be only women who are on the stage. And the reason for that is just because, you know, when we did the very first women's conference last year, the, the goal was, you know, we see a lot of men up on the stage and not a lot of women up on the stage. And for us women watching, it, it's a little more difficult to connect and see yourself being successful like the person on stage if you don't identify with them in that way. So I wanted to encourage more women to be on the stage. And in order to do that, we had to show other um, you know, hosts, other event organizers and stuff like that, that there's a, a huge selection of women to choose from. And that means helping some of these women build their speaking resumes. So we put them on a stage and some of that has really, um, had a domino effect for some of the ladies from last year. That's amazing. Well, I'm excited to hear more about that. Well, thanks for sharing that today on Crossover Commerce. Like, send me the details so we can promote it on our end. And uh, yeah, that sounds like an exciting week. Let's call it the week of uh, e-commerce and whatnot. And you had mentioned the e-com co-op, which also Ping Pong is a uh, part of. We're one of the first people to hop on and say yes to. We're all part of uh, Empower. We believe in partnerships across all channels. So. Uh, things are hopping on again. If people aren't a uh, member, how, how can they find out or learn more information for either one or for you guys? Yeah. So, um, so right now we're, we're building the page so that everyone has the countdown and everything for the women's conference, but you will be able to go to empower.com and look at the event page for that shortly and, and get the updates there. Um, as well as any information you would like to know about empower. If you go to empower.com, there's a join button right at the top. And I really do encourage everyone to, um, to learn more about it because it's the way to get your voice heard in e-commerce. There is no other organization like ours. And, and I'll tell you right now, I was just meeting with some of our, um, our finance team and we have tens of thousands of dollars that we are not issuing checks for because these people who we are you know, gathering cash back from our partners, they're not shareholding members. So these people right. could be getting checks back for the services they're using for e-commerce, like PPC and and foreign exchange, right? <laughs> like these people should be getting a big check for the, the stuff that they're doing and and um, and they're not. So I, I encourage everyone to take a look and see how they can be earning money back when they are doing business because any edge that you have for your business is an edge up over your competition. Absolutely. Well, hey, thank you so much for hopping on uh, and 
answering my call to to people who I wanted on the show. Uh, you were definitely one of the 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 people I thought would fit this, and it was just amazing to have you speak on that. And thanks for again hopping on earlier. We need to get you guys back on again too. Let's talk about more of the events in the future as it gets a little bit closer. July, so July. And congratulations on your 100th episode. Whatever you need, oh, we're always thank you so much. No, I appreciate it. Thank you so much, Melissa, for uh, hopping on and spending a good, have a good weekend and uh, we'll catch Thanks. you next time. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you, Melissa from Empowery. Again, that was our guest number seven. This episode of uh, number 100 of Crossover Commerce presented by Ping Pong Payments. Again, uh, we I want to bring on 10 guests to share a tip. Uh, I call it my 10 by 10 episode, 10 guests sharing tips in order to give you guys another leg up on the business uh, moving forward for the rest of the year. Um, I have just an amazing Rolodex of people. I, I call it a Rolodex for people who don't know what a Rolodex is, my contact list in, uh, in e-commerce, uh, if you will, on my phone or, or my digital uh, digital address book, if you will. But let's keep things rolling. Uh, my next guest is actually uh, one the one, the only, Sajuk Agarwal from Mavli. He and his team are doing so many great things in terms of quality inspections, but also has a real lot of cool projects in the works in terms of making sure that you're profitable and making sure that, you know, goods right now, logistics and supply chain is just a nightmare. I know we talked about that yesterday on our 99th episode, but I just want to bring him on to kind of give his perspective on what's going on and what's new with him. So Jug, what's going on, man? How are you? Hey, Ryan, I'm doing good. How about you? Man, I'm doing all right. We're making it through this episode. I'm about an hour and a half in, but I, I, I'm jazzed for all everyone who's remaining coming on. So thanks for hopping on again on a Friday. No, where are you at? You're in Chicago still, or where are you? Where are you based in right now? Yeah, so I'm a little bit of a, a gypsy, so I'm always kind of traveling to new places. Right now, I'm actually in uh, Indianapolis, <laughs> so a little bit. No, uh, what? Are you? Are you here in my city? Yeah, I'm nearby. Yeah, and, I should throw. And you yeah, didn't tell me. <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit of a last minute thing, but uh, definitely, I'm gonna have to hit you up have to meet up for lunch or something yeah man well, how long are you here uh just about a week or two so i'm gonna be leaving in, in a couple of days all right yeah well we'll have this is news to me everyone like shocked face if you're listening <laughs> to this my face is shocked right now but hey man that's awesome uh because yeah you're moving all over there's so many cool things going on with mobley you guys hired you're hiring some full-time people right now which means growth which means there's so much going on in your industry which is quality inspections, logistics. I mean, the whole shebang. What's been new since we uh, last talked to you on on the show? Yeah, so I mean, uh, a lot of memes on the, the Suez Canal, <laughs> that's for sure. Uh, so Your day was spent doing those, right? You, that was all exactly. your content creator, right? Yes, that <laughs> was behind the scenes. You know, every single meme you saw on the internet, that's for me. <laughs> I, I but, figured as uh, much, it sounded like you. Uh, but yeah, no shipping delays have been crazy. We've had, um, you know, I got an email actually this morning from uh, First Choice uh, Shipping, and they were saying that they have to book containers three weeks out uh, for shipping right now. And then, uh, just like Mina was saying on the the call uh, just a few minutes ago um, about like the the port in Long Beach being completely backed up, there's like news articles. It's like in Main Street news how backed up the ports are, which is it's crazy because line. like exactly and like normal consumers don't give a crap about like how backed up the ports are but the fact is making it on mainstream news just kind of tells you how much of an issue that is so it's just been kind of all over the mat all over the place big mess we've seen um, storage limits on amazon with covid and everything and that's been changing up fortunately that's been getting a little bit better and uh, also on the funding perspective uh, we've seen a lot of uh, crazy roll-ups coming out uh, so we've actually started working with a lot of roll-ups recently and uh, a lot of new ones that are up and coming especially 
so really interesting to see that a lot of people in the industry are starting to talk more about mergers and acquisitions, selling your e-commerce business, and building your e-com business to, to sell uh, instead of just running for the long term. Uh, and Mino is also talking a little bit about that. So we're, we're sponsored his project, Neuro, uh, which is super, super exciting. And um, you know they're talking about building a brand, building it outside of Amazon, using Amazon as a sales channel. And uh, that's really interesting. It's uh, you know that's kind of the the future that uh, e-commerce has kind of panned out for us. That's awesome. So, I mean, there's so much things like I I I spent an hour yesterday just talking about like what's broken in the space. There's been reports that we'll never go back to a, a a fixed supply chain or any sort of like you know something resemblance of what it was po uh, pre-COVID. What where do where do sellers kind of pivot from here? And you said like people are there's shortages of containers there's shortages of um you know the time frame to get goods from one country to another has just elongated into five three four five weeks now depending on where you're coming from where can yeah. sellers kind of pivot from that and then you know start planning for that for the rest of the year yeah i think a, a big thing comes out to just kind of storage uh, so I think sellers have kind of been in this luxury that, uh, you know, they buy goods when they need it and that's about it. And I think we're starting to, e-commerce sellers are starting to see a little bit of what brick and mortar sellers see. And like these kind of disruptions, you know, COVID is definitely unprecedented and, you know, COVID has created a lot of disruptions that normally we'd never see, uh, but disruptions are not unlikely. You know, sometimes the supplier, you know, has a fire or there's an outage or a machine breaks or some other issues happen. And when, um, you know, if an e-commerce seller ends up wanting to sell in brick and mortar, a lot of brick and mortar retailers you know, mandate, hey, we expect you to have, you know, X dollars value of inventory for every single product or whatever in stock at a warehouse at any given point in time. So when these kind of disruptions happen, uh, you have extra stock to fulfill that from. And I think uh, sellers need to start considering that also from their end. A lot of sellers have focused exclusively on running an Amazon FBA business and um, storing all their inventory in Amazon FBA. And I think that needs to change a little bit. Uh, you know, we started, a lot of people started using 3PLs start, uh, last year, especially when things started, um, you know, going in place as far as storage limits on FBA. And I think that's something that is more prevalent now. Uh, you know, sellers need stock and they can't just plan for selling enough inventory to be in stock. They'd rather have to plan to sell enough inventory, but also have extra stock uh, at some warehouse or another place, you know, where they can easily access that inventory, at least domestically. Uh, because at the end of the day, you can't run a supply, you can't run an e-commerce company without products to sell. And right, uh, exactly. It's it's so. been a headache. I think it's been a headache for a lot of people because it, it was at first the the IMI levels and how many of one inventory you can have. Now it's just now it's going on an account basis. Um, how much you can actually just have per account in warehouses. And I get it, we talked about it yesterday. Um in FBA warehouses is supposed to be, you know, a fluid place of you know making sure your goods are going out the door quickly quickly and efficiently but it's just hard for people to ebb and flow so quickly in the same day that they make these announcements that's when effective changes are happening uh, people had goods on the water how are they you know changing and, and going from there but <laughs> we don't have enough time to dive into all of that uh yeah. but what's what's kind of like the new uh what's coming up for you guys for the rest of the year what's the focus with all that being said in the first third of this year, what's the focus on for this, you know, for the good great report of, you know, the summer and then going into Q3, Q4? Yeah, definitely. I mean, the focus for us is we're actually pivoting uh, to focus more on mergers and acquisitions. Uh, so mergers and acquisitions is something that, uh, you know, has really, really taken a lot of light recently. 
uh, with a lot of uh, Amazon sellers wanting to exit their business or build to exit. Uh, so we're starting to work on that. We're actually working on creating educational content on that, you know, how to better position your business to sell. Uh, that's something where quality control comes in really, really effectively. So, you know, that's where Modly specializes is with QC. And uh, when it comes down to quality control, what we've learned is we started talking with all these rollups, you know, as customers, and we've actually started digging in. We're like, okay, how do you guys uh, buy businesses? What are your calculations? What goes into it? Uh, because we want to understand that so we can help better educate our clients in, in terms of being able to sell their businesses. And what we've learned is that a lot of rollups, uh, in fact, every rollup for the most part has product quality as a very, very key part of their uh, process. And uh, essentially, if you have bad quality contr uh, control and you have bad products, even at one point, say, for example, you have a bad order today and you go to sell your business in two years, that bad order today can affect your multiples even two years out. And um, rollups end up starting to <laughs> use that as negotiation leverage. They're like, OK, hey, you know, you have these bad orders. It happened even a year ago or, you know, it can happen once. It happened once. It can happen again. And uh, that's kind of their position on it on a risk tolerance basis. So we've been learning a little bit about that. And. Um, that's really our focus is, you know, helping our customers and also helping uh, other customers, you know, prepare and position themselves to scale uh, so that they can effectively sell their business, um, you know, for a, as high of a multiple as possible down the road. Well, yeah, any, anytime you can save money, like with ping pong or with Motley or things like that, you put money to your bottom line, it's definitely going to increase the valuation later on. And when people eventually exit, I, I would talk with you all day, but of course, like <laughs> you, you're a busy guy, but Hey, thanks for hopping on again. Uh, my 100th episode. Thanks for hopping on. We'll have you on again very soon. Uh, I'm assuming to, to kind of like come out with, you have so many exciting things coming out. So uh, we'll, we'll be to in touch for sure uh, soon, but thanks for hopping on today. Definitely. Thanks so much for having me on Ryan and congrats on your hundredth episode. Hey man, thanks. I appreciate that. Come for, again. Hey, don't, don't, you yes. have to reach out to me because you're in the freaking same city as me. Not, <laughs> this doesn't happen guys. Midwest, no one comes through here. This is a big deal True. for me. So make sure you, uh, yeah. you reach out. We'll, we'll be in touch soon. I'll come you soon. All right. Thanks man. All right. Awesome. Thanks to Jug. Uh, again, uh, from Mavli, make sure that you're investing in your quality control because again, we're talking about logistics two years away. If you're going to exit your business, you want to make sure your quality is perfect because if you're not investing in yourself now, just like brands, just like building any sort of traffic to your listing, it's going to affect yourself down the road. So make sure that you check them out doing awesome stuff uh, over there, Mavli. So uh, thanks again for Jug, Jug for coming on. And um, <laughs> I can't believe he didn't even tell me he's in the same city as I am. I'm a little peeved by that, but hey, it is what it is. We'll, we'll make sure we have him on. Uh, anyways, to move on, uh, a couple more guests. Again, we have uh, my number eight guest, to, uh, excuse me, number nine guest uh, from Better AMS. She's just crushing as co-founder uh, of Better AMS, doing just so many different things and thought leaderships on the advertising Amazon PPC space as well as DSP, um, just someone who can bring uh, a gun to a knife fight is what I want to say. Like that, that's how I would bring her knowledge to any sort of conversation that I'm at with uh, with her in, in terms of this her expertise. So, uh, Destiny with Sean from Better AMS, welcome to Crossover Commerce. What's up? Hello, hello, congratulations. Yeah, hey, thank you so much. I, I don't know where time went, but. Shoot, this this year's been weird, so it is what it is. 100 snuck up on me, but thanks for hopping on today. Of course. I laughed out loud when you said bringing a gun to a knife fight. <laughs> That's what you do, though. And if people don't, if haven't heard you talk, you bring so much like in-depth knowledge, and I don't know where you store it all because it's always something new in a different way and applies to literally every topic that you, you're talking on. So it's, it's unreal and uncanny how much you store up there. 
I can't well, believe it's it. just Amazon ad knowledge. That's it. You that's guys it. know everything else. I just cover the ad piece. <laughs> well, but that's cool. That's cool. And why you guys are so successful because that's what you're specializing in. So for better AMS, what did you guys see or you specifically, what did the first third of this year kind of teach you? And then how are you, because you guys are, you guys had a getaway or something like that in Miami, like a, a mastermind, I'm assuming for business growth and opportunity what you guys are seeing, right? We did. It was a Q1 catch up, Q2 planning session. And, you know, a lot of it was just around how competitive the space is right now. So, you know, we've talked about supply chain and we've talked about the impacts it's had on the Amazon business and kind of a second order consequence of all that and everything with COVID has just been <laughs> everyone throwing their budgets at Amazon. So, you know, retail and brick and mortar saw this major slowdown. So people shifted a bunch of budgets over. They started pouring everything they have into dot com. So Amazon has been incredibly competitive. Like it, it's been insane. I was going to say, you guys are probably seeing like all this money being thrown your way. But that being said, we, we saw this evolution. It was cool. I saw a marketplace pulse. They made this specific highlight that all these organic placements on your product listing have almost disappeared besides um, maybe one spot and that was frequently bought by section, but everything else is an ad. Uh -huh. That being said, does that, what, what's your take on how Amazon's now this ad centric platform, is it lose value or does it, does it emphasize and make you, does it, does it make you want to spend more money? Like what, what is your take on that? So yesterday I actually posted a really quick video on my story and there were 16 placements above the number one organically ranked product on page one. 16. Are you kidding me? It was a headline search ad, a sponsored brand's video directly below the headline search ad, editorial recommendations below that, Amazon's choice badge for product carousel below that, four sponsored product placements, two display ads, all before the number one organically ranked product. Which, you know, on one hand, it's like, hey, we're diversifying ad spend by creating more ad placements. So everyone that's spending, you know, has more ad inventory. So it's maybe less competitive per placement. So that's like kind of cool. But at the end of the day, it's almost too much. I, from a consumer, I get like most of the time, they don't even know the difference in a sponsored product placement or organic placement. But holy crap, that is a lot going on. And it kind of devalues your organic placements. That's for sure. This is probably why I have to show this right now. Rana Destiny is an atomic bomb in a fist fight. And then uh, Rob, who's going to come on here shortly, PPC Queen, she rocks. That cracked me up. I can I could not share that with everyone. So <laughs> atomic bomb in a fist fight. Uh, I can't believe, and, and that's, I've heard it from a couple of people. Do you think that Amazon swings that back organically? Like they'll start taking away then once that, that kind of like resets itself, almost like a inflation, right? Like you have to reset itself eventually, I'm assuming, right? I would assume so. I don't think they want to go the direction of being completely pay to play. Um, I think that kind of completely changes their whole 3P marketplace focus of being a platform for anyone and everyone. But it's honestly probably a good thing as well, because, you know, the last five years, it's been a free for all on Amazon. Anyone and everyone mm -hmm. could start a company. They could create products. We saw, I mean, you could type in purple pin, which is a product that's like, Everyone knew what a purple pin was. And now you have a hundred thousand different variations of purple pin. Is it needed? I don't know. Is that benefiting the consumer having that many options? I don't know. Maybe it does make sense to make it a little bit more pay to play. It's the same thing as any retail store. There's limited amount of right. shelf space. 
Right. So, because yeah. And that's why you only saw, you didn't see like mom and pop stuff, like fitting on those spaces. You saw people who had the dollars to play and, you know, buy that space. Basically that's an interesting, I like that. I like that analogy of, you know, there's only so much limited shelf space. Mm-hmm. Um, so where, where does, so we just elevated the barrier to entry. We're elevating the barrier to be successful on Amazon. Who does this benefit ultimately is just people with money. And that's kind of the e-commerce way now, or is this, is it, we're going to have to get more creative with how we start brands on Amazon and launch products. I think we have to get more creative. I don't think it's a bad thing. I don't think everyone needs a hundred different variations of a purple pin with no differentiation. I, think I agree it with that. People to create better products and it creates people to find their ideal audience. I mean, we have unlimited platforms to connect with the right amount of people. We could have TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, all these platforms to truly build an audience. The actual platform they're purchasing on does not have to be tied to our customer base. And you know, I'm not speaking in my lane here per se, just speaking from five years of doing nothing but Amazon advertising. So I think there's still opportunity. It's just not as easy, which isn't always a bad thing. Right. When that, that being said, is it a conversation with, I mean, there's so many routes you can go with that. Like, obviously, again, we call it the Wild West. If you're looking at the timeline of everything, 14, 15, 20, 14, 15 <laughs> is when you literally buy whatever on Alibaba, throw it on there, and then you you just like print money. Essentially, that's what the yes. simplistic way to do it. But now you have to get innovative. Who's going to benefit from this in the long term? Is it going to be the innovators? Is it going to be the, the aggregators in the space? Who's going to benefit from all these different kinds of changes? Uh because I, I'm fearful personally of if you can't stand out, obviously you just get lost in the mix. If I don't have money to get started, I get lost in the mix. If I'm going up against a behemoth, like uh, an aggregator has all these brands and can just throw money at it and be optimized, I'm going to get lost in the mix. Who's this going to benefit long-term if you think like you had to put on your see in the future goggles maybe like a year or two from now? I would say the customers first and foremost I'm not really that concerned with aggregators. I mean, Johnson & Johnson, Procter & Gamble, it's nothing new. They're supplying it to a right. different industry. And what happens when you have that many SKUs and that much scale? You're less flexible. Mm-hmm. You know, aggregators aren't going to want to create videos for 900 SKUs. The moment a new ad type, you know, focusing on video comes out, they're going to focus on their 80-20. So that means the small brands that do have that competitive advantage can be more flexible. They can use those different audience insights. They can test, you know, different markets super quickly. So if I had like any advice, it would be to continue testing and being creative and being flexible. Those are the people I think are still going to win. Not the people that are trying to make quick cash. Not the people who want that instant gratification of throwing a product up and holy crap, I'm on page one. The people (laughs) who are really, you know, doing something that's going to make a difference in the long run are still going to win. Absolutely. What about, um, so where are you guys kind of like as a company are going to focus here moving forward is that DSP because I hear a lot of people of <laughs> just being able to like diversify and be on different platforms and even point people away from just purchasing on Amazon, which is really yeah. cool. Um, I, I think that's a fascinating concept that Amazon's really kind of diving into and leaning mm-hmm. into, if you will. W- what's that focus for you guys? You know, you're you're very familiar with what our focus has been and kind of the brands mm-hmm. we work with, and it is typically brands are doing scale. Brands are focusing on the long term. So I don't think that changes. PPC is still going to be an opportunity. It's directly on platform. I think the expectations and the mindset around PPC has got to change. 
I hate nothing more than seeing a screenshot in the groups of look at my 10% ACOS and how fantastic I'm doing. That's not what should maybe be expected. I mean, there's times in your cash flow where you should probably be a little bit more profitability focused, but right. at the end of the day, it's about being on page one. It's about brand awareness. The same brands that are paying for it in cap because of the increase in foot traffic and visibility to the product. That's the kind of mindset you need to have with Amazon ads. You're getting your product in front of people. So I think mm -hmm. that the expectations is something we're working on, educating the market on why Amazon ads is amazing. And DSP, of course, is amazing because you're allowed to diversify spend. I'm a, you're, you know, I, I know you are too. I'm a big data nerd and I love it when you can get super granular and targeted specifically because we had Joe Sheelan of, you know, uh -huh. uh, yeah, we had Joe Sheelan on when we Ad were talking about it. Yeah, Evan. So uh, too many, too many companies with ad <laughs> in it and the company are rattling around up there. But when he was talking about how granular you can get and put them in different flows, it reminds me of like almost a mini chat esque mm -hmm. kind of like where in the flow you can capture people and point them into the direction because targeting is super key, as you know. Um, I I'm super excited to see how they continue to do that with data that they're pouring in from your Prime membership, but also the other Amazon platforms through through voice. Um, you always talk about voice. I feel like no one else talks about voice shopping, but you, when I'm, when I'm reading online and it's, it's funny that you were talking about like re asking <laughs> reviews or something like that the other day, and yes. Alexa just prompted you to ask, to leave a review. Is that true? Yes, I would say it now, <laughs> but she will literally like start talking. She asked me for ratings probably once or twice a week on my products and it annoys the crap out of me. So I just throw out a rating. It's like, perfect. It like. Is that, is that, is that an ad function or is that Amazon's functionality that does that? Because Amazon it'd be interesting if it was an ad. Okay. They are running it with a DSP. So frequently you'll be shopping on Amazon. You'll see an ad that says device, like she will go off and it's going to be annoying, but it'll say device, ask for specific product, add to cart. And that's a DSP creative that you're testing because you can build custom creatives for whatever stage of the funnel you're in. So people are utilizing that voice aspect. Mm -hmm. I don't love voice now and its capabilities, but it is going to get to that point. It's incredibly easy to be walking around and try to order something, especially if you've already ordered it. I'm super forgetful. And I just yell out to the ether. I like <laughs> add this to my notes or something like that. And yes. it's Google. So I'm going, I'm going to, it's going to be like purchasing and my son's going to inevitably hear it and start purchasing. I'm a credit. <laughs> what the hell yeah. is all this stuff? <laughs> you can't order all this stuff. And he goes, but Google told me I could. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm very no, scared of that. It's happened to me already. My my mom jacked around with it one day and signed me up for Amazon Music. And uh, <laughs> 16 months later, I'm still a member. So it works. <laughs> hey, there you go. Yeah, they're, they're going to be ultra specific. And they're like, eh, you don't want to cancel that. You're good. <laughs> You're good to go. Hey, I want, we're going to get uh, a one on one episode here shortly with you. I know you hopped on one of our tables, which was awesome. But for you guys, uh, what's like the next thing for you? Are you speaking at events? Like, what, what's the next thing on your agenda, if you will? Speaking at a lot of events, I think I have like five webinars or podcasts coming up just in like the next 12 days. So it's going to be super you sound like crazy. Me. You sound yeah. like me, man. Oh my gosh. Man, you, you, you're one of the best in the space. That, that's why everyone asks well, you to jump you. on. Thank well, you. This has been amazing. Well, you guys keep up the good work because you guys are growing as a company. So that's fantastic. Any type of growth is always a plus and I think for businesses. So continue the good work. Um, we'll have to catch each other in person at one of these events. I don't know. So prosper. that's a lot of events, man. Yeah. Well, a lot of people are saying prosper. That's the one week my son doesn't have camp. So I'm going to have to re rethink this when gotcha. everyone's that's going fair. to prosper. So I know, but Hey, thanks for hopping on again, uh, this episode. So I appreciate your time and, uh, have a good weekend.
Thank you. And congratulations. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks, Destiny. Uh, from Better AMS. Again, if you guys have a question about anything PPC related, you have to go check out Better AMS. The team over there is fantastic because they are so specifically oriented with um, DSP, but also in any product display ads, you know, you name it, they are super knowledgeable in that space. We have a lot of friends of the show who talked P, uh, PPC specifically. I would love to, you know, point people in all those directions, but she's one of the people who've been in it the longest. So I had to have her on to, to kind of like pinpoint and, you know, see what's going on in the world. So thank you, Destiny, for hopping on Crossover Commerce. Last but not least, we have 10 minutes left or so, if I'm looking at my 13 minutes or so, of Crossover Commerce episode 100. Again, if you're listening and you're still tuned in, thank you for sticking with me for almost two hours of content of all my guests. Nine so far, we've had um, Emma, Sharon, Jan uh, Yana, Troy, uh, Mina, Anthony, Melissa, Jug, Destiny, and now, last but not least, of course, my buddy uh, who started kind of this journey with me. Um, I'm really excited to bring him on because it was an idea I threw off of, and he kind of pushed me in the right direction to to get going on this show and, and start reaching out to people. He has had mo multiple different podcasts. He's had multiple different companies he's worked for, sold online, YouTube expert, all this kind of stuff that I always ask him for advice. Uh, been almost like a mentor. I've um, been very much like a mentor to me. Uh, but we've never met in person guys. This is the weirdest thing about freaking e-commerce and the digital space we live in. We have been collaborating through so many different ways of messaging, but we always bounce ideas off each other with different groups and masterminds and stuff like that. But stupid COVID hasn't allowed me to meet any of these people in person. And I swear this whole, all, all episodes of these people have been on here. Not one have I met in person yet, but that will be changing here. Hopefully later this year, last but not least coming on uh, the show, Rob, Stanley, Rob, what is going on, my man? How are you? How do I follow up Destiny, man? I mean, that's a. Tough I put one. you there specifically because Dang, you know, no one, no one but you can you can follow. <laughs> no one can follow her but you. So, uh, thanks for Dang. having me. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Thanks for having me. And like Ryan said, uh, you know, actually, I'm gonna make Ryan go check his Facebook Messenger because I sent him a photo from the very oh. first one. And I'm gonna make him put it up so everybody could see what me and Ryan looked like. Cause when he originally started, I don't even think you had a name for the podcast at that point. It was zero but names. You, yeah, yeah. It was like no name. And, uh, we ended up actually doing this podcast together. We were kind of co-hosting it and we tried it out. If I'm not mistaken, it was, uh, like for a Chinese, uh, audience. Yeah, there you go. So you can see, and we actually had Jeff Schick on there was our first kind of guest. And, uh, at, at the time I look had my other podcast. Look at the baby face of me. I, I seriously, I had, right? I zero. <laughs> I had zero that was, hair. That uh, wasn't that the, long ago either. That was September of 2020, guys. Yeah. September of 2020. Yeah. I'm going to, it was, okay, yeah. So the background story of this is uh, Ping Pong is an international company. We have market, we have offices all over the world. And they specifically reached out to me to go, Ryan, do you know anyone in your partnership network that would be able to talk on copyrights, um, you know, images, things like that, that are, uh, it's tough for our audience in China to be able to do it correctly. And they want to, they want to do it and be kosher and do everything above board. And I said, of course, like, no problem. Let me, let me ask some people. And you were the first question I reached out to you go, Hey, do you know anyone? And Rob goes, Oh yeah, I have like three people. Let me ask them. Oh yeah. I got this person right now. It was like 10 minutes later. Hey, when do you want to do this? And I go, Oh shit. <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> I guess let's find a time. Uh, what, what do we record this on zoom? Okay. I guess that's okay. Um, yeah. And we coordinated the time and I was late to our first meeting. It was all pre-recorded. It was not, it didn't feel right, but I was like, Hey, would you co-host this with me? Because I feel like I wouldn't know what to talk about. 
and here we, here I am 99 episodes later and all the changes we've, you and I have both gone to, you changed companies. I've been doing this podcast. We've done different streaming platforms. I've been stopped. This is the one thing that my extended family wants to talk about now. It's like, I see that you're on podcasts now. And I go, yeah, thanks. <laughs> I appreciate that. Like, thanks for noticing. I, 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 think, I th uh, feel like I feel your feet. <laughs> I think my kids get annoyed that I'm on podcasts. So. <laughs> well, that's They're the thing. Like, yeah, yeah, my dad does a podcast. Well, I, yeah, gonna... Oh, what about? Oh, about Amazon. None of, none of my kids' friends care that I do a podcast about Amazon. Well, that's the thing. Yeah. We're not... This is beauty about uh, well podcasts in general, and this is why I've learned we're not the popular we're not in the popular section of oh. podcasts online. People aren't searching for people are searching for murder mysteries and uh, yeah. business tips, but they're not listening to tips on e-commerce specifically. That's okay. Exactly. This is the space I live in, and you live in. So, uh, yep. but yeah, man, what is we we haven't I haven't had you out on as a visual guest. But you were on the first no, episode. I was looking, so. I, so I was looking back through all the episodes because I had to go back a while to find the one where I could grab that screen capture. And uh, I was sitting there and I was going, oh, crap. I've never actually been a guest on uh, Ryan's You show. yourself like, have never been on a guest on my no, show. No. We talk I, almost I, every day, but you've never been a guest on my show. Yeah. I facilitated people to be on your show. Like, hey, you should talk to this person. Ryan and I always do this, right? We, we always help each other out. Like, hey, you should have this person on. Or, hey, you have this person on. Or... You know, let's get this person on, and and we talk probably daily. I think there's a daily message going back and forth of something. You know, yeah. and it's always just uh, back and forth on you know what's going on with uh, e-commerce or something. You know, big popped up or somebody made a big announcement. But yeah, yeah I've never life been in general. Show. Pretty yeah, sure I've yelled general. at you. Yeah, I've yelled at you yep. uh, about yep. certain stuff, and you've yelled at me. But that's okay. That's how it's our relationship. Uh, yep. But yeah, that's but, what I was saying. Wait, wait, I think wait. it's weird. But you were mentioning not not getting to meet people and we're going to though prosper we're 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 gonna probably line that up we're gonna get to meet we're gonna get to meet destiny's gonna be there we're we're there, there's a little crew I of swear us to God, are, the whole of of all 10 of y'all that have been on the show i swear to god all 10 are gonna be at prosper or at least nine of y'all but yeah. I'm, I'm trying to figure out if that's the event or if there's another one maybe in august i'm trying to do it this one feels like the first major one so i'm like yep. ah, maybe i'll just like let y'all figure it out first and then i'll go to the next one and like be uh, the I missing you need link. To go to both. You need I'm to trying. Both, well, we'll bro. see. There's a there's a <laughs> lot going on, right? That's life in general. But uh, but what what's been since we haven't had you on the show and people are kind of maybe you have your own podcast. What's what's new with you? What have you? What do you? What's been new that you've seen in the first four months of 2021 that it's yeah. kind of like stood out to you? You think? You know, I mean, besides the fact things are opening up, I mean, we're seeing some of the restrictions on Amazon loosening back up with inventory coming in and more, you know, items being able to. But of course, we're also, as you had, I think somebody on yesterday talking about it, and I was kind of chiming in, we all know that a lot of the containers aren't available to ship things. Or even when they do, like I live in California, right? I got two, there's two ports. There's port in Oakland, and then I think it's Long Beach is the other port down in SoCal. And, uh, you know, the ships are literally waiting to get in. And then when they get in, there's like, you know, it's slow to get through the process. And that's just finally getting it here. So things, you know, I think we're going to see, we're going to have to see some big changes with that happen. Uh, you know, and you had a whole episode the other day about that, that, uh, you know, there's, there's a bottleneck right now, you know, and, uh, you know, just even ordering something, uh, it takes time and, and you got to start lining up that container ahead of time. I think they mentioned, that what was like a 70 some day wait to get a container or something like that. Yeah. I mean, that was There's, crazy. Yeah. We've had our friends, um, Francois and, uh, 
you know, Lisa over at Novaland yesterday, and they said that there's a container shortage. And I said, what do you mean? Can't they just make more? And they're like, well, yeah. there's life, sh there's shelf life of them. People need to send them back and forth. Certain countries just have a stockpile. Other ones can't get them back quick enough. So yeah. if you think about it, it's almost like a reusable bag, right? You need, if China's sh shipping out or India is shipping out all these different containers, they need to have inventory. If it's not there or boats aren't taking them back empty, then yeah. we, we have a shortage. And I said, that sounds silly. What, like what's happening with the world? But all these different reports are going out that logistics are not going to change. And that's a little scary to hear that. But as you and I know, that's where innovation Absolutely. comes in the space is what is going to be the company or companies that figure this out that can help bridge all these different gaps. And it's really cool yeah. to see it's both scary because it doesn't just affect us. If we sell on Amazon or buy on Amazon, it affects global commerce in general. And that's what e-business is. Yep. We've gone from- So you know what you're going to see, Ryan? Yeah. You know we're going to see yeah. in a shift here? And yeah. this is my prediction. Okay. I think one of the big shifts we're going to see this year, and, and, and this won't be for all sellers because of what I'm going to say doesn't necessarily apply to all of them. I think mm -hmm. we're going to see quite a bit of shift to sourcing from Mexico. I mean, we're connected to it. You can drive a truck right over. You can get your products pretty quickly. And again, mm -hmm. not all products, because I've done, I've been doing a lot of uh, talking with- uh, some with uh, Pato, he's, he's a good friend of mine. He's been on the, my show, and he's amazing at a bunch of uh, you know sourcing down there and uh, resources, and the stuff that you can get down there. Yeah, it'll be a little expensive, but when you start factoring in the fact that you can get it, you can get it you know quicker, it, and then with the tariffs the way they are, I was talking about you know I think I was chiming in yesterday when you're on mm -hmm. about tariffs you know being so high that I think we should we could see some shifts of uh, more products coming out of Mexico into Amazon FBA uh, type areas. Again, depending on the category and the products that are available down there, I don't think, you know, China's still going to be the main source, don't get me wrong, but I think there's going to be a shift. So yeah, yeah I would agree with you. I think, I think it's funny because we talk about where we get most of our goods. And again, China's built its infrastructure where our colleagues over there, that's where one of our headquarters is. There's just so much, there's so many sellers, there's so many different brands and uh, that are emerging from there because they have access to all this capital because they've invested into it over the course of decades. But you're seeing, starting to see like India emerge, you're starting to see like all these other countries emerge in terms of where you can get your goods from. Even the United States, I think a lot of people are trying to shift away or shift to how can I get things locally here, but then also put it together in different places. So I'm not just solely dependent on one country, which again, yeah. Diversification is number one and key in being a successful brand um, because we saw so here, it in 2020. Here's another thing. Yeah. Here's another thing we're going to see. We're going to see prices go up. Yeah. Okay. I've, I just read this big article the other day talking about, and I know, you know, this is a big one. Everybody needs it, obviously. Toilet paper. Toilet paper has already said they're going to start raising. Yeah. Jeez. They're going to raise the price up. I think, was it Procter Gamble, I think is the uh, big one of the bigger ones who were in the article. And they're just talking about raw goods the yeah. price of raw goods going up and you know paper in general because paper is obviously for toilet paper but any mm -hmm. anything in that sort of category that requires those some of those raw goods the price of raw goods are going up and i mean i've already seen it since covid i mean you know i go to the grocery store and it's like what used to cost like a hundred dollars in groceries now cost me like 170 you know it's mm -hmm. like it's up quite a bit and uh you know which i guess in one way it's like you got to be a little more careful. Okay, do we really need these? Do we really need this when you go to the grocery store? Because now that bill can get really uh, jacked up. But I don't think we're going to see that change. 
Uh, I think, you know, raw goods and the price of goods coming in and the demand is there. And we're going to definitely, uh, you know, cost of goods. And that's going to happen on Amazon, too. We're going to see a lot of these, uh, you know, people who are selling are going to have to raise their prices, yep. you know, to cover, you know, some of those extra costs of not only the shipping costs going up, the raw goods and the material going up. We're going to definitely see that. So, yeah, yeah it's, and it, it's not it's not for lack of, like we're, I said this yesterday. We're not like missing trees or anything like that. It's just the fact that yeah. demand we've gone from luxury now to necessity. All these things that people even today, the data was. I think uh, Q1, it was a super big spike in terms of profitability for sellers on Amazon, Amazon in general, just e-commerce in general. We saw this big spike in these past four consecutive quarters. We've gone from this threshold of luxury where, you know, I can pay $120, $150 for Prime. That was a luxury. That's a luxury. Now it's a necessity. How can I get grocery same day? How can I get my... Um, you know, any sort of like service same day, how can I get my doctor's appointment same day, all online, not just in person. So all those things have shifted from luxury to necessity. And now yep. even business, we're all working from home now, or people might just not go back to in person. All of that stuff is shifting, which is super fascinating to keep an eye on. If you're in industry or selling a good, what's going to be that necessity. And, and again, because there's so much more online raw goods, like you said, the price is going to go up and demand's there. There's more, less supply, more demand. That's the natural consequence of business. Yeah, um, no, absolutely. That's and, and you know what? I forgot to say, congratulations, by the way, on the 100th episode. Thanks, man. That's awesome. Super awesome. I was very, it was so cool being like your first guest and then your last <laughs> guest on the 100th episode. And then, of course, we'll, uh, we'll arrange something for me to maybe get on next month or whenever you have your next opening. I know. Ryan's like me, the schedules for the podcast fill up quickly. Uh, but yeah, be sure everybody to tune in uh, with Ryan. And, uh, you know, there's lots of stuff going on uh, coming up next month. And then we got Prosper coming up. And I know Ryan's going to try to be at things. I'm going to be at a ton of different events coming up. So uh, signing know, autographs just, and everything. No, oh, yeah, kidding. yeah. <laughs> yeah, not, not this time. No, <laughs> no exactly. Well, uh, and that's fun. the thing is like, this evolution of like, no one really knows what's going to happen. There's so many different pieces in the cog that's coming up opportunity, yeah. uh, ability to, uh, disseminate information. It's always constantly changing. So that's why, that's why this show exists. That's why your shows exist, um, in the past and services. Like I said, everyone who's been on the show just today has been like so supportive in like different adventures because I wasn't, I, I call myself, I wasn't nobody. I was no face of a business before this, but slowly becoming, in tune with other people and what they're doing and what we we do really well at ping pong is we all have to talk together naturally and how can we partner in that and i think that's what this show cultivates um but, but like 100 episodes means that now i get syndicated which means now i get like all these big royalties and stuff like that i'm just kidding yeah uh, I, tell, I tell this joke that. all the time i get zero laughs from my uh superiors on this so um hopefully if i put it out there on the internet and exists like this they'll know i'm serious but um, no, it's it's a lot of fun to bring the, talk to people like you and all the guests and everyone that's new in the space. I call this my natural season finale, if you will, because my first season was thirty episodes, and then get a little bit of a following, and then you know time off, and now you get like seventy, and you're like, holy shit, what do I need to do now? Like, to where do I need to stop this? All right, one hundred. Let's let's go with the triple digits, and so nice. we're back at it next week. Um, you know, we have some awesome content coming out as always, but yeah, we're gonna. We're going to continue to keep our pulse on the e-business industry and uh, Amazon industry. Think. And yeah, got, got to keep people on that know what they're talking about. And uh, wherever we can 
bring information to people. That's what we want to do. It's our my passion to do this show as you do too. So what, yeah. what's kind of like wrapping this up kind of quickly, uh, any, anything that you're doing, uh, moving forward, that's kind of on the horizons or that you're looking no, just, to uh, keep uh, an eye on. Yeah, just to keep keep an eye out. I mean, there's lots always coming up, and uh, you know, lots of announcements always uh, around the corner. And mm -hmm. uh, you know, Ryan, definitely, I want to get back on the show with you as a guest. That'll be really fun. Yeah, and uh, we'll have to set up another time for you to jump back on with me. That's always a good time getting you on. And uh, yeah, you know, go check out accrueme.com. Obviously, you know, since I'm uh, I'm uh, you know chief market officer over there, <laughs> and take a look at our unique uh, marketing, our unique uh, funding. Uh, you know, it's always a different, uh, than a lot of the other ones, not to go into a lot of detail because there's actually a great, uh, video in there that says why accrue me click on that. There's a great video. that tells you kind of what sets us apart from some of the others. And it, it's really just a different, it's a different, uh, form of funding versus like your standard funding. So, you know, take a look, head on over to accrueme.com and then, you know, Ryan, congratulations again for myself and everybody at accrueme. We want to definitely, uh, congratulate you on hundred episodes. And, uh, you know, it's definitely an honor for me to be on and, uh, you and I are always, uh, tag teaming back and forth on different things. And it, here's a funny one for you. Just the last quick one. So I did zoom on, like up until recently I was doing zoom, uh, for my podcast up until mm. about six months ago. So when I switched over to a crew I was like, man, I got to do StreamYard. That's so much better. So Ryan, thank you for hel helping <laughs> me understand how to use StreamYard. And then, of course, I in return, uh, you know, we're, I was always helping Ryan out with his YouTube channel since, uh, you know, I've been doing YouTube for oh, forever, basically. So, yeah, my <laughs> since uh, YouTube, it, since it YouTube was in its infancy, fame, right? Yeah, I, the, my claim to fame is I posted the very first uh, take apart video of the iPhone back in 2007. The very first I iPhone. heard that I was like, what, yeah. what a, I hope they give you like a medal or some sort of plaque that they do when you get in right? YouTube. Very first. I hope you get one. <laughs> the first this. And like, well, that, I, that, that video has funny. millions of views, millions of views on it. Of course, I don't own that business anymore. So, but you can go look it up. Still raking in that ad money though. <laughs> no, no, that no. went with it. No, when mm. I sold it, that went with it. But yeah, I Darn. did. Yeah. When I did have it, there was, yeah, there was some good revenue coming from those videos for sure. So well, yeah, awesome, well congratulations again, Ryan. Hey, I appreciate it, man. Yeah. We'll uh, be in touch soon. Yeah. Congrats. Uh, sure. Everything you're doing over there and uh, we'll be on, we'll be in touch soon. So thanks for hopping on just uh, here on Friday. All right. Have a good All weekend, right. everyone. Thanks, man. Awesome. Again, everyone, I, we finally made it. I was a little over in terms of five minutes over my, my two hour frame, but I think it was important to make sure everyone had time to be able to speak and bring their insights on the space. I want to thank everyone who hopped on the show today. I'll tell my guests. Again, I called it my 100 episode, my 10 by 10 episode of, you know, 10 by 10, 10 times 10. No math nerds out there. If you are, give me a thumbs up. Anyways, um, but yeah, I want to thank everyone again, Emma, Sharon, uh, Yana, Troy, Anthony, Mina, Melissa, Sajug, Destiny, and of course, Rob, uh, for hopping on today and giving some more insight in the Amazon and e-business space. Again, like the teaser episode shows, I am super passionate and excited about where this business continues to go and evolve. Um, what we do here at Ping Pong is very specific and unique niche and helping people save money, time and effort and growing their business internationally, whether it's sending, or, uh, sending money or receiving money in different currencies. It's very, very hard to navigate that, but in order to have a company that can help facilitate and save money and put it towards the bottom of the line, we've helped you know millions upon uh, millions of sellers grow their businesses 
online just by that simple fact in nature. So I personally want to take a little bit of time to say thank you to uh, Ping Pong Payments for uh, supporting me in this endeavor and really just saying yes to everything that I want to do on this show and continuing to hopefully uh, continue to move forward with the show in all of its capacities and unique nature that I bring to the show. So thank you so much for that um, and allowing me to, to have creative freedom with this. I want to thank all my guests who've been on past shows. Again, this is just a small snippet. If you took every show roughly about an hour or so is the average of what we do for crossover commerce. If you take that and you apply it to every day and you listen to one episode a day, I'm going to fill a lot of content for your year. That's always going to be changing and new. And you will, I promise you, if you're watching this, you will learn something different each and every single time that you hop on. Uh, I, I, I just kind of wanted to like wrap up the show and say like, this is not something that I, I joined the company to do. This is something that I was passionate and kind of evolved into something from, from nothing. I got this push and I talk about it a little bit here and there on various different shows and episodes, but I am super thankful for my team that's pushed me and, you know, said, yeah, I think that would be a cool idea. Again, ping pong, I already give a shout out to my marketing team um, that supported me throughout this whole entire journey. Um, Robert, Charles, and Jamie, and again, our new marketing officer, uh, Tommy, for telling me to to continue to run, just sprint forward and don't like take any breaks or stops. Um, I think a lot of people have told me that it's really hard to do this consistently for as long as 100 episodes inevitably does. We don't do multiple episodes in a day. I've only done that once, um, and that was a big week for us. Six episodes is the most I've done in one week. Um, but not to pat myself on the back, but to say that if you are you have a podcast or you have content that you're putting out there as consistent as we are here, continue to move forward, find different ways to get inspired, continue to um, ask questions to different people in the space, whether you're in e-commerce or you're watching this on Facebook and you're connected with me or friends or family or whatever that might be, or listening to this, continue to run forward and find what, what moves you and continue to keep asking questions because that will bring more content, Ask, allow you to ask more questions and wonder why something, because if you if this is your first time on the show, you've probably heard it, I ask lots of different questions and I wanna understand the best of my capability so that we're helping you, the listener, right now, no matter where you're at in the world. Um, that's not what this show is um, focused on. We wanna make sure that everyone is gonna benefit from this, not just a specific country, region, uh, culture, Everyone's going to benefit from this. Um, that's my hope and my dream. Also would be remiss if I didn't give a thank you to um, my wife and my son, uh, who if you've listened to multiple shows and my dog, she constantly comes and goes out of my office, working from home full time. Doing this it is very difficult to judge, juggle family life and at home life and professional life, I should say. Um, but I want to thank them specifically for supporting me. Um, I might be asking a bunch of different questions like, oh, that was a great episode or that one sucked or whatever. They, she always, my wife specifically will always be there to listen and uh, hear me vent or just ask questions. I've uh, been super supportive. So thank you, honey, for that. Um, being able to, you know, now she rolls her eyes anytime I say when she asks what's going on today, she can almost answer and say, you have another podcast. Like when's your podcast today? So I want to thank her for being supportive and always let me do this. Um, depending on what, what time of day it is, um, it can be in the morning or if people are on the other side of the world, it's late at night. So I want to thank her for letting me do this as well. My six-year-old who has been super quiet uh, this whole time. So I'm a little worried about that. So hopefully he's not causing mischief, but he's been really great. 
Um, I do this to show him that anything's possible um, and want to be a good role model for him. I think that's why a lot of us in the industry do this is to um, inspire our someone out there, whether it's uh, other people in the space or just our young ones that we have them um, to do that as well. So thank you, Hillary, and thank you, Billy, um, and thank you, my dog, Paris, for not barking often uh, when I'm live on camera. Uh, other couple cool facts. Uh, I've only been rescheduled because of the live show. We've only been re rescheduled on twice. Um, so I'm really excited to continue to knock on wood and that be the case. Um, I've only, I've had a very great collection of multiple different countries in the world. I wish I can say all of them. But we've had everyone from uh, Scotland to England to um, Bali to Australia to, you know, everywhere in the United States, uh, South America, um, Mexico, all multiple countries in the world that tune in and will share their knowledge and insights as well. So hopefully uh, we'll continue with breaking records and getting people from all over the world to give insights in their thoughts on Amazon and e-business because that's that's beauty. I see the, the possibilities on Amazon and e-commerce moving forward. I think you guys do too, otherwise you wouldn't tune in, but I appreciate everyone who either tunes in for five minutes or they tune in for five hours, which would ultimately this feels like today, it's just been nonstop, but I wouldn't do it if I wasn't passionate about it. So thank you for this journey. So far, I'm really excited to see, you know, the following seasons and what's uh, in the future for this show myself as a guest. Um, but again, uh, it wouldn't be, I wouldn't be doing this if people didn't listen and people do. Um, it's, it's case in point today. Um, for if you're watching on social media or if you subscribe to our channels, please do so. Um, because again, this content is, it's important to me to understand Amazon and e-business. And I think it's important for ping pong and our customers to also understand all these different ways that we can bring value as a company to you, the Amazon e-business seller. So everyone, thank you for tuning in today on crossover commerce. If you have questions, definitely reach out to me on social media on Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, um, all the social media channels, clubhouse, even I'm on clubhouse, make sure you follow us, um, and ping pong on social media ask a question, uh, give me your thoughts. I would love to hear your insights on this episode. Um, feel free to email me. It's all in the show notes below. You can definitely reach out if uh, you have a question or thoughts or insights, or you even think that there would be a, a good opportunity for a guest, definitely let us know as well. That being said, I'm just gonna go ahead and wrap up this episode of Crossover Commerce. Again, I'm gonna, I'm gonna probably end this with uh, the teaser video that we've been doing this week, uh, specifically for the show. Um, but that being said, I want to thank you all for tuning into Crossover Commerce. Hopefully, this is this is just 100 is just a number. I wanted to make it a little bit more special today to to kind of you know a Friday. It's a little more relaxed. Um, I understand people are um, taking it easy in the business, or they're working really hard, and or they're even asleep. So I understand. I just want to make this one kind of a cool, different one than what's typical. But I'm back at it next week. You don't want to miss out on any of the episodes again. Season three of Crossover Commerce coming at you live again next week on these social media channels. Make sure you tune in, subscribe to our channels as well. But I'm going to leave uh, everyone with this video quickly of the show um, from 1 to 99. Take a look at this. What's up, everyone? I guess we're live right now because it's blinking at me as live. What's up, everyone? What's, What's up, up, everyone? Episode 32 of episode 46 of episode 76. Welcome to episode 80. Eight zero of Crossover Commerce presented by Ping Pong Payments. Thank you everyone for again tuning into Crossover Commerce. This is my show that I go live 
four to five times per week. It's a lot of content, but it's my passion to bring you the best and greatest minds in the Amazon and e-commerce space. I only do this for you, the Amazon and e-business uh, community. So my job is uh, really easy in that regards. If you can catch from that, this is Crossover Commerce. I'm Ryan Kramer, host of this awesome, beautiful show. Um, I'm super excited to see what the next episodes look like. Thanks for tuning in on this special 100th episode of Crossover Commerce. Take care, everyone. Be safe, and we'll catch you next time.